Welcome to the Uncooperative Radio Show with Brian Bonner. The finest uncooperative, conservative radio on the net. Kicking down the walls. Blowing away the smoke screens. You cockroaches. And you know who you are. You can run, but you can't hide. Brian Bonner stands for truth, justice, and the American way. Enemies of America, foreign and domestic, consider yourself on notice. Uncooperative Radio is coming for you. Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from UncooperativeBlogger.com. You're listening to UncooperativeRadio.com. And I'm here with my lovely wife and producer, Susan. Say hello, Susan. Hello, American Patriots. All right, what are we talking about this evening? It's a great day to be a patriot. Inauguration day. <laughs> you know, when you did, the, in, you did your little spiel in the intro, bright red. Really? Yep. So turn it down one decibel. One decibel? Mm-hmm. One. Nope. <laughs> there. Okay. Okay. We'll try that next time. Okay. Anyway. I, was, I, I hold, I've totally changed it. I hold back on the intro. I'm not even doing it loud. I know, but it was, I mean, bright red. Okay. Bright red with the levels. Anyway, we start the show with the Pledge of Allegiance. Uh, you're going to rant. Then the illegal alien invasion report, the news behind the news, the Second Amendment report, and the man who went from prison to founding a state, if we get to it, which I hope we do. Again, a great day to be a patriot. Yes. We don't have to hide anymore. (laughs) We never did, but. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Quite through? I am. All right, Patriots, hands of a heart, face the flag, you don't a flag, get a flag, or make one. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Oh, Obama's leaving. Why do I want to rant about that? That's just like... You should. We just sing, "Ding dong, the witch is dead." Actually, at the inauguration, they showed pictures of people who had a t- t-shirts, and on it said, "The witch is dead." <laughs> the t-shirt read, and "Then we're wearing the red hat." There was a lot of "Make America Great" hats out there. Surprisingly enough, it was his own inauguration. Big surprise. Yeah. Should I do cheering? I Yay! Don't, I don't know what you should do. Okay. Yay. You happy? I am. <laughs> it's great that Obama's leaving, sort of. He's not He's going He's not anywhere. in. You know, and I, I was just talking to my girlfriend last night, and we were both saying how, how, un, how I guess, disgusting is the best word, that him and his wife are going on the freaking circuit. 
Never in the history of the United States has any president or first lady ever done this. They're going on Jimmy Kimmel, for goodness sake. Talk shows, comedian shows. I'm surprised he's not going to do a stint on Saturday Night Live. What makes you think he's not? This is really not... It is not any kind of... He's not leaving the office with dignity. Let's put it that way. Yeah, no kidding. It's because he's got no class. And she's doing the crying. Wah, wah. It was so hard to be the first lady. Oh my goodness, taking all those trips and buying all those expensive clothes. It was a horror. They they have video of left-wing lunatics bawling as he's being sworn in. Well, I was talking about the first, I was talking about uh, Mom Obama going on the circuit, I telling know. everybody how horrible her life was as a first lady. you got to be freaking kidding me. Mom Obama, you owe us billions of dollars. You'll, you're never going to see any of it. I'm still waiting. Uh, you know, did he... I forgot to look up. On the way out, who did he pardon? Did he... Hitler? Himself? Uh, no, no, no. And any we, number of other... John Podesta? No, we have... Uh, we actually have an article on who he did on the way out. Well, he did a lot. 406. I just want to know if Hitler... No, it's, I think it's higher than that from our article. They updated. It's like 600 and something. Okay. But we'll get to it. Stupid protests? Most of them are paid. They were Soros paid protesters. They destroyed businesses in Washington, D.C. They should be thrown in jail. I mean, this is not a pro. They should stop calling them protests and just call them what they are. Freaking riots. Yeah, they're not protests. Protests, you know, you can say, well, there's peaceful protests and there's violent protests. All right, if you want to get down that road. But what's a violent protest? What's What's a noun that's often put on that? What's the noun? Riot. Riot. <laughs> Rioters. Rioter is rioter, though. Riot is a, is actually a verb. That's all they do. Right, but they're rioters. They should be prisoners. That would be much a much improvement, I would say. Much improvement. So... I don't give a crap about the protests. I don't know if you do. They were supposed to shut down Washington, D.C., and even with Soros paying them, they didn't do that. The only thing they did do, though, is stop a bunch of Air Force vets from entering the the war memorial. They did that today? Yes. Oh, what's with these woman protests around the country? We're supposedly going to have one here in Helena, Montana, and they're expecting thousands. When is this supposed to happen? I don't know, next couple of days. We just saw it on the news last night. The well, local we, news. That can't be because we already saw the women protesters. No, there's there you and you explained it. Or no, you explained it to me that they didn't get enough to go to Washington. So what they're doing now is trying to get every state or you know to go to their capital and do it that way. That's correct. And and the the news anchor here in Butte, Montana, they're expecting thousands. You do realize it's the dead of winter, right? And we don't even have that many people in the state as it is. Doesn't matter. <laughs> PT party marches were millions of people. Who gives a crap about a thousand? 
there's no way in hell there's going to be a thousand protesters in Helena. You got to be kidding me. <laughs> Unless Soros buses them in from someplace because they ain't coming from here. I meant in D.C. The local ones will vary, but it depends how much money Soros is putting into the area. I wouldn't imagine you put much money into Butte. Well, they're going to Helena. Well, they always go to the capital. The funny thing about all of this is when he was, they were doing the reporting on this woman's protest, I still don't understand what the hell they're protesting. What, is this, what does this mean? Nobody's telling me. The news anchor didn't tell us. They had, were holding up stupid signs. That didn't tell me anything. Just said, I am a woman. Big deal. <laughs> they're marching for women's right, health care rights, such as abortion. Yeah, but none of the signs that they showed us said oh, that. Oh, of course not. At any rate, we'll see. But I don't think you're going to get a big turnout in D.C. I'll tell you, I am surprised that Hillary, Kittlery, Hillary, and Obama didn't burst into flames by how many you times? You notice they're all sitting in the same, same square with each other, like, and they, it's they're all packed in, like. I know. Brian was like, "Oh my lord!" He's like, "There's the Clintons and forget the Clintons, the Obamas, and the Bidens." <laughs> Oh, my. And, and the Carters. There were no Carters. The Car- oh, Jimmy Carter was there, yeah. I missed them. Yeah. I, I don't miss him. I missed him. So that was the, the box of hell? <laughs> I guess. The <laughs> box of true evil. The <laughs> box of true evil. I'm surprised they didn't all combust because God was said so many times at this speech do, by so many people. I do love that one protest that it just... No! Just started wailing for about, I don't know, five minutes. <laughs> well, once he was sworn in. As he was being sworn in. <laughs> but seriously, Brian, how many times, I've read a couple of articles, how many times God, the word God was said. God and or creator. Again, why didn't the box of evil explode? <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know how they could sit through that. <laughs> like drool not coming down the side of their lips. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know, but Hitler cut Bill checking out Ivanka. <laughs> <laughs> and and his wife and and for the first lady too. <laughs> Ivanka, I meant Melania. Sorry. Melania, yeah. Ivanka. <laughs> no, I think he, I think he's checking out Ivanka too. <laughs> yeah. That sounds more like yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds more like Bill. I feel your breast. <laughs> Great but, speech, though. I thought so. I, I love the fact that God's back in the vernacular. It's and he a, had no problem saying it, like rolled off his tongue. Not a, not a bit. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, good for him. Well, and to tell you, see, he's already starting now, and he did say he was going to do this, but his teams, like you said, we had no idea, man. His teams are running around, getting rid of everything as we can. They did the first, uh, he signed his first executive order already. He's like. To get rid of Obamacare. Any and all funding or regulations dealing with Obamacare, that that wasn't passed by legislation is gone. So all the, you know. Executive order stuff is gone. Day one. Day one? Hours? 
hours. <laughs> very first, very first thing he did. And he's not done. He's got a whole lot more to say. The progs are already freaking out. Read this one. This is a little clip from one of these articles that these progs are already after him. From World Dead Daily. At the moment, the new commander-in-chief was sworn in. A campaign, a campaign to build public support for his impeachment went live at impeachdonaldtrumpnow.org. He didn't do anything yet. How could you impeach him? He took... He took the oath of office, but he was supposed to, and he did it. So, can't impeach him for that. Spearheaded by two liberal advocacy groups, progress, aiming to lay the groundwork for his eventual ejection from the White House. Considering we should have done that to Obama his first term, uh, I don't think you're going to find doing Trump easier than Obama. He should have been out like six months in. The organizers behind the campaign, Free Speech for People and Roots Action, are hinging their case on Trump's insistence on maintaining ownership of his luxury hotel and golf course businesses while in office. Well, again, why shouldn't he? Did we make Washington give up his estate, Susan? No. How about Jefferson? Nope. No. Big states, right? Worth lots of money, right? Oh yeah, that well, the Jefferson's was a plantation, right? Well, so was, so was Washington's. It was he had agricultural stuff going on in his property. Yeah, they had investments. Well, yeah, he, there were a lot of things. He even had, uh, you know, uh, what he called farmers, tenant farmers. Well, you know what you were saying to me also is that our founding fathers had ties overseas, as well. Yeah, well, of course. Do you think we did, we came from Europe? Right. Remember, we were all British subjects before the Revolution. So we had land over there. We had interest in different kinds of businesses over there. The individual founding fathers they they didn't they weren't have to divest themselves of that. And it, that's not sorry, that's nonsense. And has nothing. To, and the emoluments cause has nothing to do with it. Sorry, he doesn't have to give up squat. They can write up whatever they want. They got to get Paul Ryan and do something with it. And if they're going to be this stupid, nobody's going to listen to them. If the very first thing they do is this stupid, then no one's going to listen to anything else they have to say. Well, and that brings me to this point that we always bring up about natural born citizen. They knew full well because they did have ties with overseas how important it was for the president not to be anything but a natural born citizen. Correct. Which Obama is not. And never will be. And never was. Neither is Marco Rubio. Oh, by the way, just recently betrayed you. I'll let you, I'll let you look that one up if it's not in the show. It's Uh, not. Yeah. Remember I warned you about Marco Rubio. Oh, look, it's just conservative. He won his seat. You know, yeah. Watch what happens after he wins his seat. Everything's going to change. Well, right after, uh, you know, right before the inauguration, Marco Rubio jumped ship again and uh, is back playing with the progs. That's because he's a prog. Period. And he's not a natural-born citizen. As a matter of fact, he's not even a real citizen. Neither is the other one. He was born here of two immigrants. That makes him what? An immigrant. They weren't naturalized when he was born? No. They were not. 
Ted Cruz isn't a citizen either. No, he's not, because his father wasn't a citizen, and he was born outside the United States while not in service to said state, the United States. So he's 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 nothing really, because I guess he's got a Canadian birth certificate, so that makes him Canadian. Uh, he's got a passport that makes him a U.S. citizen, but he's not a natural-born citizen. Neither is Obama. Neither is Jindal. Neither is Mia Love. Neither was Obama. Uh, who else do we got out there? Oh, John McCain, by the way, not a natural-born citizen. I'll do it on both sides. I don't care. Um, ethics experts have warned that his financial holdings could potentially lead to constitutional violations and undermine public faith in his decision making. That that goes. That is exactly what Obama has been doing for eight years. Well, right. They always project, and and they have a crystal ball. He's going to, going to what? He's not going to make any any kind of deals or anything. Just he's just keeping his property. This is physical property. You're telling me he has to sell to be president of the United States? It's a nonsense. Nobody would ever do that. First of all, the president of the United States didn't pay squat in the beginning. It didn't even pay enough to keep the house going. In other words, have have state dinners and all this stuff. They didn't even have enough money for that. They had to lay it out themselves. And actually, the only one who actually did that was Dolly Madison. When the Madisons were in there, she spent her own money and she upgraded everything she was actually the first to have dignitaries over from you know john adams and abigail they weren't the place was in shambles when they got there it wasn't even built it wasn't finished and washington didn't even there was no white house when washington was president right he was in new york well he was where the capital was right which was new york right it hadn't moved to dc because it hadn't been constructed yet right they actually had to get the land and buy the land and all that. No, they just had to have the land donated by the states, which they gladly did. Because it was a swamp. Yeah, they had no use for it. Nope. Perfect place for the capital. And that's the only land they're allowed to own. So how does that jive with national forests and parks and such? It doesn't, that's how. Anyway, um, I know she's... Needs to push a button. No. But she's a little behind. Oh, uh, yeah, I do need to push a button. I'm just trying to get this up. It always comes up weird. I have to find you. <laughs> then I have to find it. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> huh? When, when I you first... You see what I'm talking about? She makes no sense. <laughs> what is that? What is that supposed to mean? It means that when I put up the... Uh, what is this called? When you're looking for something. When you're looking for something. Yeah, what is this? This is a what for the well, for Spreaker? I, what is it called? It should be called a dialogue, but, but it's, it's not. Not. You could just call it a, a window for opening something up. When I open up the window in the beginning to get to our sound files, right, I know. I have to search for you. Yes, you have to search for me. I'm right there. Just click on it. <laughs> then I can get to where I'm going. Well, that's because all. This it's weird because it Windows is weird. Windows is borrowed an awful lot from Linux, okay. with with these new eight point eight and ten. Uh, so there's a lot of stuff similar to to Linux in here. All of a sudden, the way it works, so it gets a little confusing. That but we're on Windows, 
It's the same, but it's different. See what I mean? I know. You hate Windows. I, I despise Windows. <laughs> I have no opinion on Macs except that people that use them know nothing about computers and they cost a lot of money. And now I can push a button. Go ahead. Let's get a grip on immigration in these great United States. It's high time that we limit their numbers. It's high time that we close up that gate. Now can't you see how we are rapidly becoming another third world fascist state? Let's get a grip on immigration. In these great United States Okay, thank you. Call Clang Clang with a K.com. Of course, that means it's time for the Illegal Alien Invasion Report. Why say you? Why must we have an Illegal Alien Invasion Report? Because we're being invaded by illegal aliens. We really are. This these couple of articles, I, I they should bring back the old uh, uh, the old one where you shooting at shooting at aliens trying to come down. Um, and just turned them into like illegal aliens instead of space aliens. This is very scary once you get into this because I I see that the progs, especially the Obama administration is flooding us with all these people so that they can kill the white people. All of us white people. Just wipe us out. That's their plan. I don't think so, because we're still the majority of the country, and we're the majority of the people that own guns. Yeah. Wait till you read this. He does a cold show, so he doesn't know what he's getting. From Yahoo News. Oh, by the way, this is our... Half of one. Not yet. Yes, it was. You just did the bottom of the hour break. No, I didn't. I just played the introduction. Oh, that's right. It's just an introduction. Anyway. (laughs) It gets confused. Migrants trying to sneak into the United States from the parched Mexican desert have to contend with border guards, drones overhead, poisonous snakes underfoot, and human human trafficking gangs at their backs. Well, then go back home. Yeah, I, I... I don't really care. I don't ha- either. I don't care how hard it is. It's terrible. That's not, you made a decision. Suck it up. But these challenges are nothing compared to their bigger fear that someday soon, U.S. President-elect, well, it's president now, Donald Trump will build a wall to keep them out altogether. Correct. So before Trump takes office, they are racing against time, riding a freight train up to the border to look for a way across. In the town of Caborca. See, he should have been really clear. He should never change his message on giving these people amnesty. Now they're, they're trying to get here before the wall's built because they think you're not going to deport them. you got to send clear messages to the idiots below the border. <clears throat> In the town of Caborca, near the frontier, a group of Hondurans warmed themselves by a fire of trash in the early morning cold. One of them, Wilson, a 48-year-old builder, missed the birth of his daughter to make the journey. Oh, boo-hoo! Getting to the United States before Trump takes control was more important. Also, just so you know, if you think you're going to get to see your daughter ever again without leaving the country, I'm pretty sure Trump's going to end that chain migration crap. 
you don't get to bring your family over. They have to, each each person has to apply for themselves slash their their family. Meaning, get children. All look, men left people their family behind all the time to come here and work and send money home, and in some cases to the point where when they were time to retire, they went back because all that money they sent home. They bought nice land. Everything's all ready for their retirement, and it costs, and they can live forever on what they put there because the cost of living so low. I, I met Italians on the job when I was working laborers. That was what they did. That was their plan. Once they hit twenty, off to Italy they go. Anyway, uh, so yeah, Crimea River. When I saw that man on television saying how he hated migrants and was going to build a wall, I thought it's now or never, said Wilson, who would not give his last name. Yeah, we hate illegal immigrants also, illegal aliens. We hate you. So we all spent Christmas and New Year traveling to try and get here in time. We want to beat them to it. Good Lord. Mexican authorities are arresting thousands, sometimes tens of thousands of undocumented migrants each month, according to government figures. Governors of several northern states this week called for extra resources to deal with the surge. Laura Ramirez, a local charity activist, has been serving more than 200 free lunches a day to migrants. Illegal aliens. There are more and more migrants. Illegal aliens. Illegal aliens coming, she says. Walk like a cow. What? (laughs) It's walk like an Egyptian. No, they're... Wait, when we come back, you can tell the folks what that means. <laughs> All right, we're going to go to break. Shed Cooperative Radio Show. You stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. The path to restoring our republic was laid down by our founding fathers. The principles of freedom, liberty, personal responsibility, and limited government are conservative ideals we will never abandon. America is listening. Grassroots. Common sense. Conservative talk radio. It's on the internet. Tune in now. Red State Talk Radio. Featuring some of the most popular internet talk show hosts in America today. Are you listening? RedStateTalkRadio.com. What is term life insurance? It's basically a financial protection plan for your family if you pass away. It can be a hard purchase. Think about it. It's one of the few major purchases you can make that you will personally never use. But you've got to have it to protect your family. And you owe it to yourself to shop and compare to get the best possible rates. For term life insurance policies of $500,000 or more, call the term lifeline today at 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. See if you qualify for up to $1 million in coverage for as little as $3 a day. We'll gladly compare multiple carriers to get you the best possible rates. So call now. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. Sample rate cited requires qualifying medically in the preferred non-tobacco rate class. If you're struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? 
Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813. 800-215-6813. 800-215-6813 This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. Attention users of the blood-thinning drug Xarelto. If you took the drug Xarelto and experienced complications such as cerebral hemorrhage, gastrointestinal bleeding, or other internal bleeding, or if a loved one has died after taking Xarelto, you may be eligible to get a cash award for your suffering. Call the Xarelto Help Hotline now at 855-719-3101, 855-719-3101. To qualify for a cash settlement, you must file a claim before the deadline. So don't miss your opportunity for a cash settlement. Call 855-719-3101 now for a free no-obligation consultation. Our call center is open 24-7. So if you took the drug Xarelto and experienced cerebral hemorrhage, gastrointestinal bleeding, or other internal bleeding, or if a loved one has died after taking Xarelto, call the Xarelto Help Hotline at 855-719-3101, 855-719-3101. That's 855-719-3101. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-917-2194. 800-917-2194. 800-917-2194. That's 800-917-2194. Okay, and welcome back to the Young Cooperative Radio Show, our half of one. And we're going to... Walk like a cowman. <laughs> in the border town of Sassabi, marks in the rust on the border fence appear to show a spot where migrants climbed over, says Sergio Flores, leader of a government migrant illegal alien task force. They have been getting sophisticated in their efforts to get across undetected, he says. Nearby on the sand lies a bottle of water painted black, a common trick to stop the plastic shining in the sun and catching the eye of border guards. Good Lord. It's just part of the typical illegal alien survival kit, Flores says. 
The illegal aliens wear soft-soled slippers so as not to leave footprints in the sand, along with camouflage clothes and masks. Where are they getting the money for all this? Some, they can't stay home and work, but they can get the money to do all this. Some have even made soles for their shoes that make their footprints look like a cow's hooves. See, that's like walking like a cow. Walk like a cowman. Walk like a cowman. Now it's art. Uh, some, some put sanitary pads. In their socks to cushion their feet on long walks. In their rucksacks, they carry anoraks, remedies for snake bites, alcohol for lighting fires, talcum powder for their feet, and painkillers. Again, where are they getting the money to do all it's this? It's cheap down there. I don't know why they want to come up here. You couldn't afford it here. They buy their supplies at the shops on the town square in the local village of Altar. An area dubbed Migrants, Legal Aliens, Walmart. Coyotes and mules. The migrants, illegal aliens, pay about $1,000 each to so-called coyotes, people traffickers. To bring them here, that doesn't translate into people traffickers. That's just what we're calling people that traffic. A coyote is an animal. Doofuses. Bring their native country on arrival. Some traffickers tell the illegal aliens they must pay another 5000 to get across the border. It's big business, Flores says. Some who cannot pay the traffickers instead cross the border as drug mules with 50 kilograms, 110 pounds of marijuana on their backs. You have to bring your own water, food, and blanket, says one such mule, a Hadaran migrant who called himself El Guerrero. They don't pay us. The payment is being allowed to cross. Trump sparked the outrage during his election campaign when he branded immigrants from Mexico criminals and rapists. Nope. He said illegal aliens from Mexico, mostly criminals, rapists, and murderers, which is true. That racist man is panicking, said El Guero. Only only sin is being born in an impoverished country and not having enough money to pay the gangs. Hey, that's your country, your problem. Just across the U.S. border in the town of Arivaca, Arizona, locals mistrust the illegal aliens. We cannot deny that they bring trouble, says waiter in the town who asked not to be named. I just think they should be here. This is not their home. Last week in the first press conference since winning the election, Trump reiterated his campaign promise to build a wall on the border, period. In Caborca, Wilson gazes towards the north, where he hopes soon to cross over to a better life. I trust God will soften Trump's heart, he says. I'm tr- I, I don't think God wants to soften his heart. You're a criminal. You stay in your country and suck it up. Your only crime is being born. Well, you know what? That's citizenship. Be bored wherever you are amongst your fellow citizens. And now you've got a problem with your country? Fix it. Don't bring your crap to my country. Which is what they do. And I'm going to land their backside all the way out the loaded gate of a C-130. What do you think of that? I trust guard will harden Trump's heart. 
you hear that self self nonsense they tell themselves to to make it like they're doing they're doing a noble thing by crossing illegally it's it's an, it's it's a felony it's a your only crime is no you didn't commit a crime by being born in mexico or honduras or whatever you became a criminal when you crossed the border of the, uh, of the united states illegally that makes you a criminal you chose to be one you don't get to make yourself some kind of some kind of hero now you're a piece of crap criminal go home and again one man's in Nevada's land and you're going out the, the loading ramp of the C130 and it, it might not be with a parachute <clears throat> from World Net Daily migrants from Africa, Haiti and the Middle East are swarming across the border in a mad dash that is being facilitated by Mexican officials, according to new reports. The flow has been increasing ever since the election of Donald Trump on November the 8th, Border Patrol, border agents tell World Net Daily. World Net Daily. got to tell you, it's a good place to go every day. The U.S. has been taking in between, <clears throat> what, <laughs> 70,000 and 110,000 legal refugees per year from dozens of countries, including up to 10,000 a year from Somalia and more than 12,000 a year from Syria. We've taken in more than 12,000 from Syria this, this quarter. But that's not enough to satisfy the demand for migrants, illegal aliens, from these countries trying to reach U.S. soil. Oh, by the way, again, thanks. if you don't take your people back when we deport them, you're going to pay. Trump said that, too. And that's how it should be. Thousands of others are coming across the border illegally and seeking asylum from countries other than Mexico and other than Central America. Yeah, what? Notice they didn't say other than South America. But there's also Honduras, Haiti, Cuba. Dozens are reportedly finding their way to the U.S.-Mexican border illegally every day. Think Somalia, Eritrea, Ethiopia, Haiti, Pakistan, and Sudan. According to an article in the Saudi Gazette, Mexico is giving a 20-day free pass to the U.S. border to illegal aliens from Africa and Haiti. Oh, look, they're illegal aliens when they're in Mexico. The author used the term for the first time, illegal aliens, right here. (laughs) That's probably because the Sony Gazette used the term illegal aliens because they used the correct legal term for people crossing the border illegally. The Sony Gazette reports, with... Few diplomatic ties with African nations, it is difficult for the Mexican authorities to deport illegal migrants, aliens, from Africa home. As a result, many African migrants are given a temporary transit permit, giving them 20 days to leave Mexico. In practice, this allows them to continue their journey towards the United States border without being detained by immigration officials. Migrants ship target destinations from Europe to U.S. This is going to be an important one. This is where the refugees, we got Europe now coming for the United States. 
The surge of African asylum seekers at the U.S. border has its roots in the recent clampdown on refugees flooding into Europe. German Chancellor Angela Merkel, under intense political pressure and running for her political life ahead of German elections this year, has shut off the open arms welcoming party for migrants, illegal aliens, from the Middle East and Africa. Italy and Greece have also been working to stem the tide of refugees and migrants crossing the Mediterranean Sea to Europe. The Saudi Gazette interviewed a man named Hassan from Somalia, who is part of a growing surge of people from African nations seeking new routes to flee poverty, war, and persecution. Hassan had paid a human smuggler $1,000 to guide him overland through Central America to reach Mexico and the hope of crossing into the United States. How much is airfare from these countries to South America? I couldn't afford the airfare. How are they affording it? What are you talking about? He says it's a thousand bucks to get from Somalia. No, it did not say that. <clears throat> no more walking away, coming back in and opining. I've read this article before. Well, then you didn't read it correctly. Hassan had paid a human smuggler a thousand dollars to guide him over land through Central America. To reach Mexico. Okay, but how much money did it cost for thousand dollars? It cost. No, him. but he. But that's he, it. It's overland. There's no plane. Yeah, he came from Africa. How did he oh get my, from Africa? I don't know how he got to that, Susan. I can only deal with what's in here, and you're you're putting things into the article that isn't there. Got it? I don't. He doesn't cover how he got to Central, wherever they were. Doesn't stay. According to the Saudi Gazette, Hassan reached Mexico in December after a four-month journey that included a flight from Somalia to Brazil. See, all you had to do was wait. And then across seven countries on bus, boat, and foot. He has spent $10,000 so far, hiding dollar bills in his underwear and socks. Now, I will say this. I don't I don't have $10,000. Thank you. I live in this prosperous country. He's running away from po- How did he get $10,000 if it's so poverty-stricken? Exactly. I mean, I'm sorry, $10,000? I don't have $10,000. Huh? We don't have that in our savings account. I, I don't understand how you can claim you're fleeing poverty and you've got $10,000 in cash. Well, more, actually, because that's when you just hide bills in his underwear and socks. Well, that's the same thing with people that are paying these coyotes. They have the, these thousands of dollars. Like, I don't have thousands of dollars handy, do well, you? If if you're talking a thousand, a couple thousand, you can find ways, maybe even illegally, to make money, that kind of money in, in in a poverty place. But you're not gonna, you're not making over ten thousand dollars. How can you save up ten thousand dollars and tell me you live in poverty? It just doesn't flush, does it? So something else is going on here. Maybe, I don't know. Let's see. He could be a terrorist. And that's why he has all this money, because the, the terrorist cell gave it to him. Much more likely that he's fleeing poverty through whatever. Especially Somalia, which is just fuzzy, muzzy land. Well, that's what I'm saying. Where are all these people getting all this money to come all the way from across the pond. Why don't you pose that to the CIA? And thank you, Mexico, my friend. No, the, I, uh, nobody's my friend that talks and says my friend. <clears throat> and 
smiles all the time, by the way, while they're stabbing you in the back. The routes to Europe have become more difficult, said Claudette Walls, head of the field office for International Organization for Migration, IOM, in Mexico City of Tapacula. Isn't that special? The International Organization for Migration is in Mexico City. Tapacula. Why would they be there? Because they're just about Mexican immigration, illegal immigration across the border. That's why. What's happening in the Mediterranean is that it's becoming more and more hazardous and difficult to take that route, Wall said. An increasingly popular alternative route is through Latin America, coming all the way up to Mexico, and then on to the U.S. has become another route. Many migrants, illegal aliens from Africa, fly to Ecuador and Brazil, where few visa restrictions allow an easy point of entry into the Americas. African migrants first started arriving in Mexico in 2013, and I t- I've reported on this. And I told about the training camps for the for the fuzzy muzzies so they can blend into Mexican illegal alien society in the U.S. That was all going down. Under Venezuela was doing that, yes. So what happened to all those people that were trained and given passports, Mexican passports, to come into the United States legally uh, and, and have them look and sound like Mexicans? What happened to them? Where are they? Well, that's what I'm saying. We're being flooded so that they could kill all of us white people. Well, that's the idea under Atslan. Anyway, it was a trickle at first, around six a day, mainly through Tapacula, along Mexico's southern border with Guatemala. Hundreds now turn up every day. Last year, between 150 to 700 African migrants arrived per day at Tapacula, with a total of 19,000 migrants arriving from Africa and Haiti in 2016, according to Mexican government figures. That's a lot of people. And we, we t- like you said, we already took in how much? And they're still, we're still taking in. This needs to stop. This is extremely dangerous. This is really, really scary. Don't worry about it. Trump's president now. That's not the point. They're already well, yes, here. Is. Oh, yes, it is, because he deports them. Oh, he said, he only said he was softening up to people that have been here, like long-term family ties, business ties, community ties, uh, not people just showing up now. No, he was talking to people living in 10, 20 years who have a family, again, ties to the community, honest citizen, productive citizen, these kinds of things. He, he He's softening on deporting them. Well, what happened to the reporting of the detention centers? What, they just disappeared here? What detention centers? All the detention centers that all these pieces of brown crap are, have been in for months. There's no, they don't call them detention centers, nor would they ever call them detention centers, because if they call them detention centers, it means they're arresting them. So what happened to all these millions of people that are in all these places? In these, All these places. That's, they're all over the United States. The beginning of this article, the last one, was talking about northern states. Not border states, northern states have to ask for more money and resources because of it. Northern. So, yeah, they were all bust all over the place. And again, nobody in your your own community, you're not stopping this? Mostly don't even know what's happening until it's too late. Like I said, this is really scary.
If they learned from that one little California town. They never told anybody where they're putting these people ever again. So the people can't stand there and block them from doing it. So they don't tell anybody. Nobody knows. And by the way, even if they place it, nobody knows. They don't tell the governor, the legislature, nothing. Again, it's an invasion of the states. Right. A U.S. Border Patrol agent who works out of the El Centro sector of Southern California told WorldNet Daily the catch-and-release policy implemented by President Caesar Barakas Obamanis has led to an open season on the U.S. border from all manner of foreign countries. Wait a minute. I just said that it was an invasion into the states. Isn't the federal government supposed to protect us from invasion? We cover that all the time. They never do what they're supposed to do constitutionally. They only do what's unconstitutional. Yeah, that's what they're supposed to do, protect us from invasion. And they're facilitating invasion. Right, but they have no power over immigration. We've become the dumping ground if they, Mexico, can facilitate it. I hadn't heard those numbers before, but it doesn't surprise me. We've seen definitely quite a few Haitians in this El Centro area. We've had seven or eight Romanians show up last night. Everyone knows it's a free-for-all right now, trying to get through before Trump gets in. He said the Africans are more likely coming up through through, uh, Texas. It doesn't surprise me, but I have more direct knowledge of the Haitians coming up through California, getting processed and released, he said. They've all got their paperwork with their court dates. The agent said, when these illegals are caught, they have their names and biological data put into the U.S. immigration system. But they're illegal! Right. They are given a notice to appear with a court date at some future point. These Romanians, four adults and three children, for instance, were given a three-year pass. Basically, they're given temporary stay here until 2019, the agent explained. I don't know how they determine who gets to stay for what period of time. They just get lost in the system. They'll get a court date and then find either a good immigration lawyer or a sympathetic judge, and then a lot of these people will be able to extend these things for year after year after year, getting these cards reissued and of course when then that helps them establish a presence and they could say i've been here 10 years and i've got a family and a job or whatever according to congressional testimony last year by brendan judd president of the national border patrol council 80 percent of asylum seekers who show up illegally at the southern border never get deported this is disgusting for an asylum seeker to be this is over for an asylum seeker to be able to fork over $10,000 also presents disconcerting questions. Also, uh, you don't get to give them a made-up, uh, some kind of made-up immigration idea that lets them stay here till 2019. Are you all crazy? That's how, You can't do that. But that's going to be undone. I hate bad news for you people. Those cards aren't going to be good to 2019. Try, uh, I don't know, maybe six months. For an asylum seeker to be able to fork, what? For an asylum seeker to be able to fork over ten thousand dollars also presents disconcerting questions. Ten thousand bucks? Where are they getting ten thousand bucks? As Ann Corcoran, an immigration and refugee watchdog who blogs at Refugee Resettlement Watch. 
I'm calling it refugee. It's refugee, obviously. Most Americans don't have 10000 bucks in their pockets or even in their bank accounts. Where does a poor schmuck from Somalia get that kind of money to do this? Well, we asked that from the beginning. Nobody knows. Except the only thing I can think of is somebody's facilitating it for one reason or another, and terrorism comes to mind. Well, I'm sorry, it just does. And Somalia, you know, if people have short memories, or in case they missed it, uh, back in the day we had a problem in Somalia where our people were trapped there for quite a long time in a firefight um, to get back a fallen pilot from a uh, Black Hawk down helicopter. That was Somalia. The one, you know, to get our pilot back, we had to leave. And so Bill Clinton pulled, pulled the military, the fleet out just to get one pilot back. And that's when Osama bin Laden said, America is a paper tiger. That's what's, that's what encouraged him to come after us. And he's right. We are a paper tiger. But again, this too will change. Uh, where's where's crazy chicken when you need him? This is just this is horrible, Brian. Yes, I know. It, it, well, it stops now. That's the good yeah, news. Yeah, but the but the bad news is that all these people are already gonna be here. Uh, they don't have long-standing ties to the community. They just got here. They're gonna be deported. And you're gonna hear the prog say it's gonna cost too much money to deport them. Don't care what the prog say. Do we care? Did the government care what we the people said when they were spending our money on any number of things, including Obamacare? So, we have to listen to progs? Why should we listen to progs? They're idiots. I don't care how much it costs. That The reason it's going to cost this much is because of progressive policies that had an open border and encouraged people, poor people, to flood into this country to try and crash the economic system. Well, all that's going to be undone. Go home. Voluntarily or the hard way. Either way, you're going. You people have long last... Yeah, you can take a chance that he won't change his mind again. But I'm sure the last people to deport would be the ones with a job and a family and kids. And, you know, that's a different story. It doesn't count if you have long t- community ties in a welfare neighborhood and you've been living off the dole. You're the first to go because we're paying for you. Well, the other thing that he brought up today is that he's going to be listening to us because no, none of them have been listening to us before. What's going to change those people's mind? The cockroaches up there that haven't been listening to us aren't going to listen to us. They haven't been. And they I won't mean, until they're forced. And the other way to force it is we the people understood our power under the Constitution. It's the only way. Sorry, Convention of States will not do anything but probably, but most likely harm the Constitution further. So, no to Convention of States. There is too much risk in a Convention of States to fix something that isn't broken. Again, they don't, they do not follow the Constitution. They do not adhere to the limitations of the Constitution. Most of what it does is completely unconstitutional. That's it. 
So, bye-bye. But we got to go to break. So, Uncooperative Radio Show, you stay tuned, because we'll be right back. When, in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with one another, and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and nature's God entitles them, a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. Read the Declaration of Independence. It's an old document that never grows old. This has been a public service announcement from the Uncooperative Radio Show. Are you a city-dwelling liberal who loves the environment? Do you cry every night because you feel like global warming will destroy the earth by the time you wake up? Is your only goal in life to smash the George Bush and Dick Cheney evil oil empire? And is Al Gore your arch-magi of all that is green? Then do we have a solution for you? Yes, liberals, here's your chance to do your part to change America from a freedom-loving republic to a communist socialist paradise. Just walk, bike, or drive your carbon-credit vehicle to the uncooperative moped dealership. We carry an assortment of diverse and politically correct mopeds in every style and color. Liberal smell not included. Our dealership knows the importance of stopping global warming and defeating the warmongering conservative from taking over the world by getting rid of all the cars, SUVs, light trucks, and pickup trucks, and soccer mom vans from our city streets. So drive your patchouli-loving ass out of the gas-guzzling, environmentally-destroying, mechanically-driven device today and onto one of our fully-loaded mopeds. Al Gore will be glad you did. Woo! I don't know if this is a good idea, son. Using funk. But, Dad, we gotta reach out to our base somehow. Besides, I love James Brown. <laughs> what will your mother think? The border goes from coast to coast. Easy to get into here. We got intercontinental overload. Just slip under the fence. It don't make any sense. When there's no documentation, that's too far. And somehow or some way we're gonna find out who you are. Sneaking in America. Trying to hide from immigration. Sneaking in America. Across the nation, sneaking in America. Got to have some legislation. In the following statement made on June 23, 1997, former Mexican President Zedillo announces the Mexican constitutional amendment allowing for dual citizenship. I have proudly affirmed that the Mexican nation extends beyond the territory enclosed by its borders, and that Mexican migrants are an important, a very important part of it. For that reason, my government proposed a constitutional amendment to allow any Mexican with the right and the desire to acquire another nationality to do so 
without being forced to first give up his or her Mexican nationality. Fortunately, the amendment was passed almost unanimously by our Federal Congress and is now part of our Constitution. I am also here today to tell you that we want you to take pride in what each and every one of your Mexican brothers and sisters are doing back home. where she stops and nobody knows sorry live listeners we just went offline for some reason it's searching it's searching it's searching don't hit don't do it anyway now did you hear that clip i just played was ernesto zolito i forget what his last name is and in that speech they had just did a constitutional amendment to the Mexican constitution to allow for dual citizenship. And at the end he said, so you have to, don't worry about uh, keeping in touch with your brethren in the United States. They will still be Mexican citizens. Well, of course they're Mexican citizens. So uh, <laughs> they're totally acknowledging Back then, and this was from like 19, I have to look it up. It's like 1980 that they were acknowledging that we, they were be, we were being flooded back then. And they were making sure that uh, they can still retain their citizenship so they can come back to Mexico with all the money. That was an actual speech that you found by the Mexican president at that time. Yeah, I was busy doing other things. I didn't get to hear it. It only says track 13. I know. I should write that down. Yes. Okay. <laughs> you shouldn't have to be told. <laughs> we have to change the name on that file. So for a long, long time, they have known and don't care. Mexico could care less about us. Why should they? Why should we care about Mexico? Again. Yeah, but they're actually Nationalism us. isn't bad. That's, nationalism is necessary to a civilization. If you're not gonna, if you're not gonna be a citizen of a nation, what's the point? But they're actually invading us, Brian. Yes. Yeah, so, so what? We've <laughs> covered that already. Are you just stretching for some reason? No, but this is an act of war. It's an act of war. Yeah, it's an act of war. No, oh, it is not playing. an act of war. He's playing with his phone now. <laughs> well, I have to. We have no internet for some reason. <clears throat> but anyway, yeah. As far as I'm concerned, it's definitely an act of war. I mean, their people are invading us. What else would you call it? No, it's not an act of war. They are not a military. They are not an army. They are 
just people. That is not an act. When their military crosses the border, which they have, and engaged our citizens, which they have, those were an act of war. People crossing the border is an individual crime. Okay, that's a good point. But then, then Benghazi wasn't an act of war. Because weren't they just yes, people? W- no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Sorry, those are terrorists. Those are enemy combatants. And and no, it wouldn't it doesn't mean we didn't go to war against the country, did we? After they evaded oh, let's go blow up Libya. Did we? No, we should have. No, we shouldn't have. We should have done a whole bunch of things ahead of time, so we should have done. And why aren't you connecting me? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Disconnected. And we're not talking. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why we're not talking. Uh, well, probably because... Ah, we go. Yay! We did it. We're back live. Brian did it. We're back live. Yay! Okay, so... So, push a button is what it's time to do. Now, have you ever stopped to wonder why the world's in such a mess? Why there's so much mindless mayhem on the TV and the press? Why so many busy businessmen are snapping from the stress? And the rest of us are jogging from depression. Now, has it ever once occurred to you or ever crossed your mind that the problems of this nation are created by design? Like cattle through our fantasies and fears They move us through illusion and confusion of the mind And by changing subtle meanings to the words between the lines It's the news behind the news Okay, thank you, Claude Klang, Klang with a K.com again Now, I have to do this on air because you don't listen when I try and point and I didn't point, know what you were pointing at And point Well, I shook my head when you unmuted me, did I not? Yeah. That means no. Okay. You do. Did we not cover this last show? What is K? I tell you when to unmute me. You do not unmute me on your own. I don't care what's going on. If the song was going to be over, I don't care. I, did I not? Was do I speak <laughs> Greek or something? No. I said I don't care what the reason is. You do mm. not. You do not go hot until I tell you to go hot. Too much confusion with you and a mute button uh, as of late. Start focusing. Anyway. So we're going to do the news behind the news. Oh, man, I'm so tired. From World Net Daily, CNN, Communist News Network, whose commentator Donna Brazil famously fed... Failed Democrat candidate Hitler Rotten Clinton, the butcher of Benghazi, questions before the 2016 presidential race debates. On Thursday, took a dark turn on the eve of President-elect Donald Trump's inauguration, speculating about an assassination of Trump 
incoming Vice President Mike Pence and congressional leaders. Wow, so they're going to kill them all so that, what, Nancy Pelosi would be president? One of Obama's appointees. What about it? That's who they're speculating would be president. You know, again, you know, it's nice that you watch TV and you think that's real life. But that was a giant chain of command before they got down to him. But that's what they're going to do here. No, no. Third in line is, is um, let's see. It used to be Nancy Pelosi. That's right. Now it would be Paul Ryan. So you'd have to kill Paul Ryan to get past him. But he's a prog. I don't know why they bother. Uh, let's see. Who's after the leading? Who's that senior member this of is, the majority look, party is, is also... Uh, the next this is outrageous that. that a news network would do a report like this on TV. No, it's what they're really not telling you is they were really hoping that this would actually happen. The news network discussed the constitutional line of succession to presidency in the case of an assassination or worse yet, a disaster that would kill multiple American leaders. How is that? How is a natural disaster worse than an assassination? People can't even think straight. What the heck's wrong with them? You can't do anything about acts of nature. But you certainly can not assassinate somebody. The fact that this word is coming out all over the place. You, you know what I'm saying? The it's only, outrageous. Like I'm telling you, the only reason Abominus wasn't assassinated his first term is because he's black. And then it is emphasized that should such a tragedy occur, it would be an Obama appointee who likely would end up in the Oval Office since Trump's cabinet members have yet to be confirmed by the Senate. Okay, well, they have confirmed some now, so so much for that plan. InfoWars' Paul Joseph Watson criticized the Communist News Network on-air report. Titled, Disaster Could Put Obama's Cabinet Member in Oval Office. Which admits there's no specific threat targeting the inauguration, but goes on to speculate, quote, who would be in charge if an attack hit the incoming president, just as the transfer of power is underway? That is them wishing the and hoping president. for. That would be Pence is next in line. Once, the, once he's sworn in. They were hoping that this would happen. Before they were sworn in, though, because then they could just they could say, "Uh, uh-uh. we we can't do you can't do it now." Never in the history of our country has this ever been talked about so openly, Brian, so brazenly. Well, at least they started to talk about the Constitution. Watson said the Communist News Network report teases the potential for an attack on the inauguration. By asserting it would create chaos and high theater before airing clips from ABC's American Broadcasting of Communism's designated survivor show in which Kiefer Sutherland plays an obscure cabinet secretary. Not obscure. Uh, hum- <laughs> HUD uh, chairman. How's it get urban development? So I don't see how that's obscure, but I guess... Who was unexpectedly thrust into the presidency after an attack at the Capitol during a State of the Union address. 
However, Watson has, given the huge number of death threats, you know that was the second show that did that because the last ship had that too, remember? Until he killed himself. Gee, it seems like they were speculating an awful lot on something, weren't they? However, blah, 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 Watson has, given the huge number of death threats leveled at Trump, including one family friend of Hitler, Rotten Clinton, who was arrested after he threatened to assassinate Trump at the inauguration, is Communist News Network irresponsible in drawing attention to this issue. While Communist News Network declined to respond to World Net Daily's request for a comment, there were others who said such speculation went too far. You think? World Net Daily Vice President and Managing Editor David Capullian, Capellian, author of The Snapping of the American Mind, said that for the last year and a half, the elite media have portrayed Donald Trump as something between a clown and a monster, with, for example, no fewer than five different WAPO writers comparing Trump to Adolf Hitler, who murdered 11 million people. And since November's election, in which CNN Communist News Network actively and unethically colluded to help Trump's opponent, Hitler, Rotten Clinton, win, Communist News Network has been actively publicizing one scheme after another to delegitimize or even overturn the election results. From Jill Stein's absurd vote recount, to encouraging electors to go faithless, to blaming James Comey, Putin, and WikiLeaks, to showcasing the fake news of the century, the notorious anti-Trump Russian dossier, he said. Now, amidst abutting calls for everything from disruption of the inauguration to violence, drone attacks, and assassination, here comes Communist News Network's inauguration eve story informing the world that if somehow Trump and his closest successors were somehow eliminated during the inauguration, an Obamanist team member would become president. Um, no, if he wasn't sworn in yet, Obamanist would still be the president. They can't even get this right. But the fact that they're doing this. Now, after he's sworn in and you killed enough people, yeah, it'd eventually get down to an Obamanist appointee. So what? Whichever bureaucrat it is, no matter who appointed them, it'll suck. You want to live in a bureaucracy? Congratulations, go for it. I think England kind of made enough fun of that over my whole lifetime that you should get it already. It doesn't work. <clears throat> At a time when law enforcement is on ultra-high alert over unhinged, suggestible, glory-seeking, copycat criminals and terrorists, one has to question why Communist News Network would put out a story like this, he says. Carl Gallup's a nationally known Baptist pastor and radio host whose latest book is When the Lion Roars, Understanding the Implications of Ancient Prophecies for Our Time. Now, I, I, don't, I don't have any crystal ball or anything like that. But I can tell you we've come so far down this path of corruption and progressivism that this is where we're sitting at right now. This is how these people think. This is what we've created, this monster of progressivism to allow that to grow in our society. This is what happens. Now they're all, oh, you can't do this, you can't do that. We can't, well, that's the federal government's job. That's the federal government's job. That's the federal government's job. No, it's not. 
It's your job. Charity's your job. Helping your neighbors, your job. Yeah, but you notice that progs always go to violent. Killing. It's because they're angry, hateful little people. No, that what... normally are victims. And now, since there's a mob, they're empowered. No, we're the haters. Aren't oh, we the haters? No, they project. <laughs> the fact that they did this and that the whoever owns this company allowed it to be aired... Again, this is going to be the outrageous show. This is outrageous. What do you mean whatever? It was Communist News Network. How could they allow this to be aired? We just covered that. What are you talking about? Yeah, now you're taking the place of the person who's writing the story. Stop it. Call Gallup's a nationally known Baptist pastor and radio host, whose latest book is, oh, I already read that, when Lion Roars, understanding the implications of ancient prophecies of our time, said, I can't imagine what might happen to me if I dedicated even a portion of one of my shows or interviews to speculating upon the potential assassination of any president-elect just one day away from him taking the oath of office. Especially if that death speculation went straight to a scenario in which the current president might be able to keep the office or something near that through a cabinet member of his current administration. Gallup's continued, Then, if I were to continue to speculate upon how drones might be used to bomb the crowd and warn people of how dangerous it might be to attend an inauguration, how would I not be visited that very day by men in black suits shoving shiny badges in my face? He's right. We don't need no stinking badges. I was right again. Really, how are they getting away with this? Because we've allowed it to go this far. I mean, they really think that, that everything goes now? The ends justify the means. It's war for them, and anything and everything goes. See, that was our problem. We don't think it's war. They do. Well, our problem is, one, we're decent. <laughs> Two, we believe in the rule of law. So we don't go around violating it, like punching people for no apparent reason. But if I, we have a reason, I say, punch him. Uh, you will probably go to jail. That, In fact, it's a high chance you'll go to jail, unless you're a little little person. Or a woman. Women get away with that's why women are so brazen and powered in this country. They can go jump on somebody, gouge their eyes out just because he slapped her on the butt or whatever. And uh, be, and uh, by the way, she's it's all right by me. She does that too because she kept his hands to himself. But if I were to react to someone grabbing my wife's backside and beat him up a little bit, you do know I will be in jail that night, waiting arraignment in the morning. Guaranteed. It's not like I haven't been there before, but I sure don't trust about to throw me in jail for a long time for, even though I was defending my wife's honor because they don't allow that anymore. Okay. Larry Clayman, founder of Judicial Watch and Freedom Watch USA, also commented, CNN's suggestive assassination of Trump should trigger their CEOs and other officials' immediate arrest by the Secret Service. 
This is criminal. They should then be indicted. Communist News Network report notes a practice that's been around for a long time. Having one key member of an administration absent from a major event, such as an inauguration or a State of the Union address, in case of an attack or disaster. Communist News Network speculates on an incident that would kill Trump, Pence, the House Speaker, and the President pro tem of the Senate, pointing out the next in line is the Secretary of State. But, well, no, see, they did this wrong. It's not the pro tem of the Senate. It is the longest, uh, the most senior member of whatever party it is, minority or majority, depending on who's in power, which would be him now, Republican. So, yeah, no, it it, would go, it goes first to, like I said, Ryan, and after Ryan, it goes down to the most senior member of the majority party. And then after that, I think it goes to the State Department, but I am not sure. It's been a while since I did the chain of... The whole chain, but right, I, and you can't you can't go by what they're saying either. Oh, I don't trust them <laughs> at all. I cannot because believe it is the president this. pro temp. That, the president pro temp is sitting in for the vice president, which they just said was assassinated. So president pro temp means anybody can be president pro temp. It means nothing. It's someone who sits in for the president of the senate, which is the vice president, when he is not presiding over the said senate, which is pretty much nowadays never. But I hope Pence changes that and goes and starts actually presiding over the Senate again. So, yeah, you wouldn't use the Senate pro temp. It's a, again, it is the, senior, is the senior member of the majority party is next after the Speaker of the House. And I don't know, I don't remember where it goes from there. Because really, it's, it's never happened. So, except on TV. The speculation came just as media outlets were reporting on the possibility of a drone bombing of the inauguration. Wait, you didn't finish that. Because it said, but Trump's nominee, Rex Tillerson, has oh, a right, right, Yeah, yeah. you didn't finish that. Pointing out the next in line is Secretary of State. But Trump's nominee, Rex Tillerson, hasn't been confirmed. I think I think he has been now. I can't. Two people were confirmed. I can't remember if it was him. And since John Kerry is scheduled to resign before the inauguration... The succession would fall to another State Department official acting as Secretary of State. I, you know, I'd have to look this up. Honest to God, I, I don't memorize this stuff. Yeah, but the fact they're even talking this on a a major network because they were hoping to God he was actually that's because they were hoping to God he was assassinated. They were hoping for this. They were asking for this. And it didn't happen. Yeah, it but must they, kill them. They thought they had everybody under their mind control. Didn't work. But they're not just saying him. They're killing like 10 people. No, at this point, they've killed one, two, three. Three people. Jesus, Brian. <laughs> I, don't know what's, I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Jesus, What does Jesus have to do with this? These people, they just, they, they're just getting away with doing whatever they want. They have been for a very long time. They're also, they're also crazy. So why are you surprised when they don't get what they want? They throw temper tantrums. 
they're you know they're they're intellectually immature or they would be conservatives not progressives well you can call yourself left-wing liberal progressive socialist commie fascist status bastards i don't care what you call yourself you're all lumped into the same commie group got it thursday's today's show reported u.s secret service has set up several anti-drone efforts to protect against the flying ied aimed at the crowd Yes, that would be that would be normal precautions for every. They're not idiots. Oh, we're not going to think that they could use drones against us like we use drones against them. <laughs> no, they're not that stupid. <clears throat> the report cited the opinion of an expert from Drone Shield, who would not feel safe at the event. That the possibility of a disaster exists isn't in question. That's why. The precautions are taken routinely to prevent all senior members of an administration from being together. In fact, the London Sun reported Thursday that North Korea's rogue leaders claimed they were readying two intercontinental ballistic missiles to take aim at the inauguration, which is laughable. They don't have any ICBMs that can reach us. (laughs) Especially not Washington, D.C. Don't they just like go up in the sky and then just fall into the ocean a little bit outside of South Korea every time they try to do testing? It's just like a... Boof. No, they, they <laughs> shoot them over Japan. But they haven't got one yet that can reach us. In fact... What are they doing here? Sorry, mouse is going crazy. Military officials say... The rogue state wants to send a strategic message to the incoming U.S. president by timing launches to ruin his big day tomorrow, the report said. All these people were supposed to ruin this inauguration. It wasn't ruined. It was great. I only saw part of it. Um, It said satellite images appear to reveal activity at North Korean nuclear site. And South Korean officials said they were monitoring the developments. Commentators on a YouTube posting of the Communist News Network broadcasted noted the network chief's recent claim that the network's credibility is higher than ever and our viewership is higher than ever and our reporting is as strong (laughs) as ever. Well, if it's as strong as ever, you just said it is as weak as we just did. This is strong as ever, which was weak. So it's as weak as ever. That's parsing of words. He's saying it's just as weak as ever. No, it's just as strong as ever. It's the same thing. Nothing's changed. It is as strong as it ever was. As strong as it ever was. Which means the same. So it sucked before. It still sucks. That's what they're saying. <laughs> giving people a headache. And we're going to go to break. Set Crop the radio show. You stay tuned, cause. We'll be right back. We are the socialists. You will be assimilated. Your individual liberties, personal freedoms, and mental individuality will be added to our own. Resistance is futile. 
At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-917-2194. That's 800-917-2194. Attention users of the blood-thinning drug Xarelto. If you took the drug Xarelto and experienced complications such as cerebral hemorrhage, gastrointestinal bleeding or other internal bleeding, or if a loved one has died after taking Xarelto, you may be eligible to get a cash award for your suffering. Call the Xarelto Help Hotline now at 855-719-3101, 855-719-3101. To qualify for a cash settlement, you must file a claim before the deadline. So don't miss your opportunity for a cash settlement. Call 855-719-3101 now for a free no-obligation consultation. Our call center is open 24-7. So if you took the drug Xarelto and experienced cerebral hemorrhage, gastrointestinal bleeding, or other internal bleeding, or if a loved one has died after taking Xarelto, call the Xarelto Help Hotline at 855-719-3101, 855-719-3101. That's 855-719-3101. If you are struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813, 800-215-6813, 800-215-6813, 800-215-6813. This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. What is term life insurance? It's basically a financial protection plan for your family if you pass away. It can be a hard purchase. Think about it. It's one of the few major purchases you can make that you will personally never use. But you've got to have it to protect your family. And you owe it to yourself to shop and compare to get the best possible rates. For term life insurance policies of $500,000 or more, call the term lifeline today at 800-430-1891. 
800-430-1891. See if you qualify for up to $1 million in coverage for as little as $3 a day. We'll gladly compare multiple carriers to get you the best possible rates. So call now. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. Sample rate cited requires qualifying medically in the preferred non-tobacco rate class. Back to the Uncle Aubrey Radio Show. Hour half of two. Yes? These people should be in jail or fired. Das is los? Yes, you're, you're right. They should be... The, the owner of this station should be in jail. <laughs> you know, all these progs, they should be in jail. No, you, they already said that. So, it's kind of a weak opinion. Hillary should be in jail. Hillary should be uh, on death row. Of note, according to The Hill, was the fact that Communist News Network was advertising for a reporter to cover, quote-unquote, fake news. The announcement said, we're going to be examining the wave of fake news. stories and the people behind them. But more than that, we're going to be looking at truth. What happened to it? You're listening to it. Why so many of us no longer believe in it? Those are the ones that aren't listening to this. And where those people are going to get their information instead? That's the problem. The network says this writer should live on the internet. Are you paying them to work 24 hours a day? What the, you know, you guys are turning into little slaves over there, aren't you? See, it wants to enslave a reporter. It should live on the internet. That means everything it does has to be on the internet. Now, have you, well, we haven't really been listening to the news lately, but. um, We can't. We have no, uh, no, it's data. Data. Yes, we have. We don't have enough data. We got to save it for the radio show and for surfing, looking for news articles and stuff like that. No one's talking about this. Well, things have been a little interesting. And you know who plays a CNN station twenty four seven? I do not. The VA in Fort Harrison. It's in the pharmacy, the pharmacy waiting room. Oh, yeah. The regular waiting room plays Fox oh, yeah, News. Yeah, they FNC, yeah. Right, but the you know, pharmacy... I don't care which one. They they're all they all suck, but I, I'd rather watch FNC than CNN. I'm sorry, the Foxy News of communism is a little better than the Communist News Network. The Foxy News? <laughs> yeah, because of all the Foxy chicks. <laughs> oh, my God, I said chicks. What a misogynist. What? That those uh, women protesters are going to get you. What do you want, chick? 
I still don't know what they're protesting. <laughs> Everything. His election. <laughs> Basically, his election. Uh, these aren't just women. These are commie women. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen many women. I saw that one in, what was it, Bozeman that we saw in the news? There was like, I don't know, maybe 30 people there. I didn't see that. I didn't see well, that. Okay, there. we watched it together. I commented on it. I says, look, it, it, it's got that, the sign says women. It was supposedly part of the woman movement. I don't know. These marches were supposed to start around the 14th and go straight through the inauguration and then straight through the 100 days that he says he's going to do what he's going to do. They were supposed to be doing protests through the whole thing. So far, they couldn't even pull off a decent enough protest at the inauguration itself. So I'm not worried about what else can be done, except if Soros wants to hire enough thugs. You know, there are people willing to do anything for money. Well, that's what they, all of these protesters are. They've been, we did that whole story about the woman, the girl. She got a free trip to Mexico and she got, she was in first class and she's a pro, protester. And she, they showed on the, the report they were doing how many protests she was at. She was at this one, it's the same woman here, it's the same woman there. Yeah, they, they stopped reporting on it. They noticed that in the, the one where they were, camping in Central Park, too. Uh, they noticed that after that, the same people were showing up at other places. And when asked, they were like, oh, yeah, man, they paid me. They paid me 75 bucks to come out here to do this. <laughs> I was like, uh, it's, so, so you're not from around here? Nope, I'm from whatever state. But it wasn't where the protest was. This has been going on. This goes on with, with voters as well. They bust in voters that aren't even from the district. So they can't vote there, but they do anyway, because we don't ask for ID. But ID, that's like asking for your papers, man. Let me explain something to you. Uh, when a cop asks you for your driver's license, you don't consider that your papers? Just saying. So uh, since we already have to show our papers, and if you don't show your papers, you end up in jail until they find out who you are, by the way. So don't think it, you can play cute with it. Uh, you don't, you got to give your driver's license, right? That's your papers. That's the Gestapo. If you want to relate it to that, that's what happens at every traffic stop. You're asked for your papers, license, registration, and insurance card. Those are your papers. Yeah. That's why they're giving these illegal brown pieces and black pieces of crap papers. Well, no, they give them papers because they want them to be able to have all the benefits of citizenship without being a citizen. Which, of course, tears down the value of citizenship for everybody. And that's their goal. They don't want you to feel a citizenship to the United States of America. That's nationalism. Oh, my God. you got to be globalist. Well, that's why they're freaking out about Trump's speech. Because he said, it's time for us to be proud to be an American. Yeah, it is. It's long past due, by the way. And that his whole speech, they hated it. Good. They called him a Nazi. I haven't read any of that. I guess they don't, they're not on my Twitter or my Facebook. Well, you weren't in it that much today, were you? I just tried to get in and deal with personal, you know, notifications, things like that. Maybe post a thing or two and, and off. I just don't have the energy for it today. But, yeah, when I was going and looking to see if there was anything new. Oh, and I made sure I followed everybody back. For the uh, copy, they're already coming out with national, like you're saying. 
And I loved his speech. He said God. He said the creator. He said USA. He said citizens. And he had a lot of different uh, preachers there. He even had what you were reading right before the show. He had a rabbi. For the first time in history, a rabbi was at the inauguration. There was a lot. You know, as a, as, as a chaplain. There was a lot of religious speakers right. at that. No, no Muslims. No Muslims. That's good. It's a good sign right there. Because that's not just a religion. And any religion that's stated goal is to overthrow your government, you might not want to have it within your borders. I'm just saying. So uh, where, where were we? Oh, yeah, that's because they tried to send his his speech had anti-Semitic overtones because he put America in first together. And this movement back in the day used the same kind of phraseology, but they, that's what they were doing. And I'm just sitting there going, okay, so well, 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 wait a minute. There was a rabbi. There was a rabbi there. How could he be anti-Semitic? Oh, by the way, he's also said he's in support. He's also spoke out in port, uh, for Israel. He's also said he's moving the embassy to Jerusalem, which has completely infuriated every Arab and Muslim in the whole area. They want they say they lay claim to the city of Jerusalem. It was built by Jews. It was made for Jews, and the fuzzy muzzy Arabs can get the heck out and give it back to the Jews or else. And I hope that's what's going to happen. I hope we have a pro-Israel, anti-Palestinian administration. I'm sick of the all the poor Palestinians that are not poor Palestinians, they're political pawns in the Middle East. And the best thing to do is to make them disseminate amongst the rest of the Arabs and get the heck away from Israel. Give one, all of the land that is now part Palestine, which never existed in history, and uh, part Israel, all back to Israel because it is its historic lands anyway. And that solves the problem. And that gives them enough room to build a buffer zone and security fences and shield defenses for the, uh, you know, the Iron Dome for the missiles coming in so that they could be relatively safe in Israel instead of the way they live now. I hope that's what comes of this. I know I don't speak on this much, and when I do avoid it, I let it go. Huh? It was important. Who knows what they'll tell you how I really feel. Speaking of which... From the communist... I don't know what to do with this. There's an extra C here. Uh, C, National Broadcasting of Communism. I, I don't know what to do with C. George Soros thinks President-elect Donald Trump will fail. And that would just be fine with the billionaire investor and supporter of progressive causes. You notice he's been opening his mouth more and more? He's not. He's completely funded and he's in charge of the Obamanist administration. Directly involved. And then you add this, the idiots from Chicago. You know, they have that little Iranian witch that they keep him in control there, telling him what to do. That's his personal handler. That's he's a mean little one, boy. What? Valerie Jarrett, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Boy, is she fugly, huh? Makes you understand. You know, looking at her, I understand burkers. She has sound effects, doesn't know how to use them. I personally am convinced that he is going to fail, Soros told Bloomberg during an interview at the World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland. 
Wow, they're in Davos, Switzerland, Comedy uh, International, and George Soros and Bloomberg. That's like two rich billionaire commies getting together to try and figure out how they're going to eat America. <laughs> Failure will come not because of people like me who would like him to fail, but because his ideas that guide him are inherently self-contradictory, and the contradictions are already embodied by his advisors. Soros spoke less than 24 hours before Trump himself, a billionaire businessman and political agitator, takes the oath of office as the 45th president. Trump's cabinet picks have been undergoing a sometimes grueling round of confirmation hearings on Capitol Hill, though it's not clear if any will be rejected. During the 2016 campaign, Soros donated close to... They're saving their fight for the Supreme Court justice. Donating close to... Who tw- is... The Dems? Yes. Are you kidding me? Have you listened to what they were doing to these these nominees? Oh, but trust me, they haven't filibustered them. They 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 could ask all the tough questions they want. Try and they get weren't them. tough questions. They will. Everyone wanted to know about freaking homosexuals. Well, you know, again, the American people could make up their own mind about that. Oh, and climate change. That doesn't exist. Their version of it, anyway. Anyway, Soros donated close to $20 million to various causes, including more than $10.5 million to Trump's opponent, Democrat Hitlery Rotten Clinton, the butcher of Benghazi, according to the Center for Responsive Politics. He has been unrelenting in his criticism of Trump and unloaded on him again during the Davos interview. Anybody that Trump hates, I love. You mean George Soros? Oh, what did I say, Trump? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean Soros. Yeah, anybody Soros hates, I absolutely love. So I'm going to start keeping track of everybody hates. I'm going to keep a list. Again, what I said earlier, all of a sudden he's opening his big pie hole. We haven't heard anything from Soros. Because he's in a panic, that's why. I Really, we haven't heard anything. This is like the second time he's doing interviews. Told you, he immediately called everybody together for an emergency meeting in Washington, D.C. after he won the election. Now they've got their plans on how to do their damage control over all this. But, they, but, they, but they're not doing it because they're too stupid to know what went wrong. They don't believe what went wrong was the fact that people are rejecting redistribution of wealth, collectivism, centralized power. High taxes, high unemployment, high inflation, high energy costs. Not only that, Brian, I think it goes deeper. The American people are sick of being being told that they shouldn't be American. Oh, my God, nationalism. That's what I've been, Nazis. There were a whole bunch of nationalists. You don't think the USSR was full of nationalists? America was full of nationalists back then? There's nothing wrong with loving your country and wanting your country to, to get better and be number one. Every country should feel that way. But they don't want that. They want everyone to get a, a participation trophy. And shut up and let those people who've decided they're smarter than you run your lives. All the way for the United Nations. Soros goes on, I have described him as an imposter. No, that was Obama this year. 
projecting again. And a con man, again, Obamanus. What do you think a community organizer is? And would-be dictator, again, Obamanus. But he's only a would-be dictator because I'm confident that the Constitution and the institutions of the United States are strong enough. He would be a dictator if he could get away with it, but he won't be able to. No, Obamanus was acting like a dictator, uh, he so he could be doing it too, but I'm just so happy all these left-wing lunatics are speaking the, the C-word so much. Since, since, I, since Trump got a elected there's been nothing but talk on their side about the constitution there's never they never talk about the constitution that's the this is the silver lining they're actually looking at the constitution and some of them might even figure it out and realize they're way on the wrong side of things um trump's unexpected win in november hurt soros's beyond politics and ideology. He is believed to have lost more than $1 billion in trades he made that would have benefited if the market went down. Instead, a month-long rally after the election cost Soros big. This is what happens when God comes back. Suddenly, everything evil does goes wrong. If, if we weren't calling for him to come back for the election of Donald Trump, this would not have happened. However, he said Thursday, he still believes the market is headed lower. Yeah, well, they're gonna. They, I, I see people that predict this is gonna be a giant rally here. It's gonna go higher than ever before, breaking new highs. I don't. It doesn't matter to me at all. I'm not in the stock market, but it matters to people who invest in the stock market. Uncertainty is the enemy of long-term investments, Soros said. I don't think the markets are gonna do very well right now. They are still celebrating. But when reality comes in, his bets against the market will prevail. Wishful thinking. Soros said Trump will act as a divisive figure because anyone who disagrees with him is not really part of the people. I've never heard him say any such thing. It is impossible to predict exactly how Trump is going to act because he hasn't actually thought it through, Soros said. He didn't expect to win. He was surprised. No, he wasn't. Why do people put words in other people's mouths? Why does he ever said that? He was confident from the beginning he would win, and he did win. People are out of their cotton-picking mind. He was engaged in building his brand and improving it by his success in attracting crowds. It was really only when he got elected that he started to seriously think whatever he is going to do. Boy, you know, Soros, you're a bigger fool than I thought you were. It's true, progressivism is a brain disorder because that was from someone who's used to making lots of money in the markets and predicting the markets, crashed the Bank of England on a whim. Uh, suddenly, nobody's listening to him. So usually because he sold it short, everybody else would have followed, and that would have created what he wanted. But they're not following him anymore. So he's like, oh, this is just temporary. Once they realize their mistake, they'll come crawling back to me with their tails between their legs. I don't think so, George. I think you're on the outs. Sorry, not. Strike that. Reverse it. From the hill. I, You know, I don't know about these town halls and all 
I'm not. A, I I really don't like the town hall claims to be anything to do with the Tea Party movement because they're not they're not conservative enough, frankly. So from the Hill, Caesar Baracus Obamanis on Thursday commuted the sentences of 330 inmates in his final full day in office. The White House announced Obamanis set a record with his aggressive use of clemency power. The 1,715 commutations granted during his eight years in office are more than any president in the nation's history. Of those, 568 were sentenced to life in prison. Okay, that's significant right there. Why, if they were... Oh, come on. They didn't make 568 mistakes. Uh, he was supposed set only nonviolent offenders was he going to let out? How do you get people off that are in there for life sentences? That's that are nonviolent. Yeah, that, they weren't in there for nonviolent crime. You have been granted a second chance because the president sees the potential in you. White House Counsel Neil Eggleston wrote in a blog post. Caesar concluded that you have taken substantial steps to remedy your past mistakes, that you're observing a second chance. Again, he's doing this to flood all of us so that these people kill all of us constitutional, lawful white people. Trying to create a a level of anarchy, crime, rape, murders, etc., low lives in your neighborhood, tearing it down so that he tears down it gets to the point that we scream stop this somebody stop this when that happens that's when they take over because they have a plan (laughs) this latest round comes just two days after obama has doled out 209 commutations and 64 pardons, including a shorter prison stay for former Army soldier Manning. I'm not doing the first name. I don't care if he's got a sex change or hasn't. I'm not calling him that. I do like that it's the same name as uh, Clinton's daughter. So, Does, I hope he looks a little like you, Jesse Clinton. Obama has reviewed Blow, received blowback from Republicans and some Democrats on Capitol Hill over the decision to set Manning's release for May 17, 2017. The former Army private who is transgender, something wrong in the head, received a 35-year sentence for leaking classified information about U.S. national security activities that were later disclosed by WikiLeaks, the longest sentence anyone's ever received for a leaked conviction. Retired General James Cartwright was also given a second chance. The former vice chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff was accused of lying to the FBI about his conversations with reporters regarding U.S. efforts to cripple Iran's nuclear program, was among those pardoned this week. But Thursday's badge did not contain those types of names. we got to go to break. It's Uncooperative Radio Show. You stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. <laughs> You live here? Yes. Well, maybe you know what a zombie is. 
When a person dies and is buried, it seems there are certain voodoo priests who, who have the power to bring him back to life. How horrible. It's worse than horrible because a zombie has no will of his own. You see them sometimes walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. You mean like Democrats? We built this city. You didn't build that. We built this city on rock and roll. We built this city. You didn't build that. We built this city on rock and roll. That's the reason I'm running for president, because I still believe in that idea. You didn't build that. Welcome to the Red State Cafe. My name's Darla. You ready to order, sweetie? Your omelets are made with organic eggs, right? They come from a chicken's ass. That organic enough for you, sugar? Uh, what's your pork? Is it steroid-free? It is by the time Chef Earl is done with it, honey. Well, how about your chicken fried steak? That's made with free-range chicken, right? Free-range? We can't afford to give it away, darling. Look, I don't see it on the menu, but can you just make me a progressive omelet? Sugar, you're in the wrong restaurant. She'll be all right for a while. For a while, she can smile. Until Barack comes back and she goes on the attack and it doesn't work. Oh, hell! You know I taught her well. You couldn't tell that she fakes crying over. For the last time, I'm pretty sure what's killing the crops is this Brondo stuff. The Brondo's got my plants crazy. It's got electrolytes. So wait a minute. What you're saying is that you want us to put water on the crops? Yes. Water. Like out the toilet? Well, I mean, it doesn't have to be out of the toilet, but, but yeah, that's the idea. But Brondo's got what plants crave. It's got electrolytes. Okay, look. The plants aren't growing, so I'm pretty sure that the Brondo's not working. Now, I'm no botanist, but I do know that if you put water on plants, they grow. Oh, well, I've never seen no plants grow out of no toilet. Yeah, that's good. You sure you ain't the smartest guy in the world? Yeah. <laughs> okay, look, you want to solve this problem. I want to get my pardon, so why don't we just try it, okay? And not worry about what plants crave. Brandon's got what plants crave. Yeah, it's got electrolytes. What are electrolytes? Do you even know? It's what they use to make Brando. Yeah, but why did they use them to make Brando? Because Brando's got electrolytes. Q Howard. I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression. Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. The dollar buys a nickel's worth. Banks are going bust. Shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. Punks are running wild in the street and there's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do and there's no end to it. We know the air is unfit to breathe and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes, as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We know things are bad, worse than bad. 
They're crazy. It's like everything everywhere is going crazy, so we don't go out anymore. We sit in the house, and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller, and all we say is, please, at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Let me have my toaster and my TV and my steel-belted radios, and I won't say anything. Just leave us alone. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. I want you to get mad. I don't want you to protest. I don't want you to write. I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russians and the crime in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. So, I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! I want you to get up right now. Get up, go to your windows, open them, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Things have got to change. How many stations does this go out? You've got to get mad. I know it goes to Louisville and Atlanta. I'm not going to take this anymore. Then we'll figure out what to do about the depression and the inflation and the oil crisis. But first, get up out of your chairs, open the window, stick your head out and yell, and say, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Okay, and welcome back to the Uncooperative Radio Show. Hour three. Hour three. You're right. Yeah, you held up two fingers. I did. <laughs> You're not helping. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> Why? Just made it back with that candy bar. <laughs> Energy food. I can use all I can get. Take that, Mama Obama. We eat chocolate. That was a baby Ruth. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. And we cook with pig fat. <laughs> so back to this. Um, Obamanus and his amnesties. But the Thursday's batch did not contain those types of names or other well-known political figures who were tip- have typically received clemency. Wow. Why did I do that? <laughs> Your mouth went crazy again? Yeah, it saved and messed me up. Well, he didn't pardon Killary. So she's still up for grabs, Jeff. Yeah, I did that. I gotta find Jeff it. Sessions, that's what we're talking is. about. Found it. So he threw Killary under the bus. It seems so. For example, Obama has faced pressure to offer commutations or pardons to former National Security Agency contractor Edward Snowden, Army deserter Bo Bergdahl, and former Illinois Governor Rod Blagojevich. He should rot in jail for the rest of his life. Instead, the list was made up of nonviolent drug offenders on whom Obama has focused his attention during the past two plus years. Again, how could you don't go to death row? You don't get life, a life sentence. Life sentence for drugs, do you? I mean, for non-violent drugs. Yeah, I mean, that you don't get a life sentence for that. 
Maybe they do in some states. Who knows? This is federal prison. has nothing to do with the states. Obama has started a clemency initiative in 2014 designed to shorten drug sentences he views as unjust. In many cases, the sentences were handed down under federal mandatory minimum guidelines that have since been rolled back by Congress. But conservatives have been critical of the unprecedented rate at which Obama has granted clemency. People say, well, why should we change the sentencing rules in criminal justice reform if the president could just do it with a flick of his pen? Senate Majority Whip John Cornyn, Republican Texas, said earlier this week. So what are you going to do about it? What has Congress done anything about anything Obama's done? They have done nothing. They just keep complaining about it. And you know what? I think that's what President Trump was hinting at when he said they're sick and he, that the American people are sick and tired of uh, fish, you know, um, congressmen and women complaining and not doing anything about it. I think that's what he was talking about because they keep complaining about Obama. They haven't done a damn thing to him. He's leaving. He's going to go in Hawaii or California or Washington, D.C., wherever he decides to go without having any charges against him, without not being in jail. No, we don't know that. You could get a new Justice Department, you'd be surprised what might happen. Just saying. Okay, so. Same with Killary. Nothing's happening to her. Although you did say something about their foundation. Nope. The Clinton Global Initiative. That's not their foundation. There's the Clinton Foundation, and then there's the Clinton Global Initiative. Okay, what's the difference? Well, the foundation is just a way of creating slush funds for Bill and Hitler to run around like that the the royalty uh cgi was designed to get bill clinton his version of the united nations like but the like unesco they do charities and such but as we discovered their their charities like the money that was most donated to go to haiti to go to haiti to rebuild haiti no it didn't happen they embezzled the money but, you know, all this, they could still be thrown in jail. And guess what? Opominus is gone, and he did not pardon Hitler. And Sessage has taken up the email charges all over again. Well, but could he, how could he par- pardon her if she wasn't convicted of anything? Well, technically, you can't. But- right. But you could say you could say specifically for anything to do with our email server, for instance, and blah blah blah. Um, no real precedent for it, but everybody expected it to happen, going out the door. Clemency advocates praised Obamaus for his action Thursday, calling it a last act of mercy. With this last act of mercy, President Caesar Barack Obamaus has closed out a historic effort to restore some balance and fairness to the federal prison system that has caused needless destruction of thousands of lives and families. Jessica Jackson Sloan cut 50 pound, you know, hashtag cut 50s. I don't know what thing. National director said in a statement. I wonder if he was uh, 
pardoning these uh, drug dealers because some of them were his buddies. Remember, you know, he wrote how much drugs and cocaine and... Who knows? The group, which is working to cut the prison population in half, called the president-elect Donald Trump to pick up where Obama just left off. Clemency can and should continue to play an important role in ensuring that justice is administered smartly and equally, Sloan said. We hope President Trump will continue granting mercy to families desperately seeking to be reunited with their loved ones. Here's my problem. Anyone that comes out of prison as a convicted felon can't get a job, can't support himself, so what are his chances of making it on the outside? Zero. Right, so he's going to go back to crime and kill people now and the whole bit and cause chaos. Right, so it's like, no matter how much they've changed their life, you know, unless they're just going to let themselves satisfied with being supported by their family members, it's just, it's not, if they have family members, it's it's ridiculous to send people out and say, oh, we expect you to succeed, but you're branded as a felon for the rest of your life and no one will hire you. Oh, yay. More than half of all federal prisoners are serving time for drug convictions, and hashtag cut 50 said the vast majority had no prior criminal history. Except the ones that are sent there for life. Uh, and it doesn't really matter because they've been changed now that they're in prison. They're hardened criminals now. Or Muslim. Oh, or No. They are guaranteed what I said. They may be also Muslim, but they're hard criminals now. For Fox News, some 75 Girl Scouts said they wanted to participate in the organization's tradition of being at the presidential inauguration. <clears throat> but unlike any other time, they are coming under fire. On social media and in essays published online, Many women are denouncing the Girl Scouts of the USA for its plans to continue its tradition and take part in the presidential inauguration of Donald Trump on Friday, which already happened. The critics say that an organization like the Girl Scouts, which seeks to empower young females, should boycott Trump's inauguration because of the scandals surrounding alleged sexual harassment by the president years ago. You mean the ones that came forward during the campaign, which... I predicted the minute the campaign was the election was over that they would go away that there'd be no charges filed at all and guess what happened they all went away no charges filed at all why why would they stop just cuz he's elected president doesn't hurt their case at all well Brian and the news behind the news you've actually been doing it at saying it as you're explaining the story but the um news behind the news of obama pardoning all those prisoners what's the news behind that news that he didn't pardon killery <laughs> yeah well there was that <laughs> and then there was it the, the news behind the news is it was simply he feels for drug user dealers because he used to do drugs and and all that deal. I don't know if he never dealt. But I don't quite understand that mentality, frankly. Um, I don't want to see a whole bunch of people in jail that are in jail either. Anybody in jail for drugs should be let out because there's no federal law, no constitutional federal law that bans the use of any substance. So 
you know, I, I don't care if he let out just people that were in there for drugs. Well, and the other thing that I forgot to bring up when you were talking about this, uh, the uh, people coming across the border, smuggling in marijuana, um, that cannot be lucrative anymore. Not with all the states enacting there's legal still, mar- it, marijuana. That, there's plenty of other states. And there's people, they can't get medical, but so they, they still buy illegal. Well, I don't think... And some people that have medical cards might have a place to get it, or it's cheap, and they might go on the street for it. Never know. Because, you know, the amount of money, the taxes they're putting on the product, is causing the product to be so expensive, it's not driving down competition. That's true. They're trying to tax the crap, but they're doing right now. They're trying to figure out a way to tax it more here in Montana. And that just allows the illegal drug dealers to be able to charge more and still undercut them. Government's great. Yeah, everything they touch turns to crap. Uh, anyway, should boycott the inaugurated sexual alleged because of alleged sexual harassment, which all went away, away. As well as an audio recording of him using salacious language to refer to women. Oh, come on. You've never used salacious comments to talk about men? I think they do protest too much. And I don't know who these women are they're going to name in this article, but I'm wondering if they're lesbians because that's what they're empowering little girls to be. Some also cited Vice President-elect Mike Pence's anti-abortion views as a reason that the Girl Scouts should skip the ceremonies. Oh, yeah. What? Girl Scouts stand for murdering innocents? Is that what the Girl Scouts stand for? If so, then why would anyone want to be part of it? And why would we want it at the inauguration? It's becoming a commie organization. So is the Boy Scouts. Uh, Girl Scouts have been gone for a while. Boy Scouts are well on their way. Uh, but the Girl Scouts organization, which notes it is non-political, says it will not make an exception to a tradition that is observed for decades, regardless of which party and which candidate wins the presidential election. In a statement to foxnews.com, the organization stressed that it is accommodating the desire of 75 girls from the Girl Scouts of Nation's Capital Council. The girls were among hundreds responding to a message posted in August on the council's website, well before the election. Council conducted surveys and selected the finalists. Being truly nonpartisan means that we keep our focus on the girls. It means that we go where they lead, the statement said. It means we can no more turn our back on 75 girls who have chosen to participate in the peaceful transition of power any more than we can on the thousands of girls participating in women's marches the next day. That's when it's going to happen. It's supposed to happen tomorrow. Okay. Those women's marches. I'm going to hold my breath. <laughs> Which I still don't know what they're marching for. Women. But I bet, you well, know, women. this would have been a We're different... We're watching for women. This would have been a different thing if Hillary had gotten in, huh? Yeah, it'd be t- completely different. But let's not even think about that. The fact is, people often use Girl Scouts as an outlet to try and make a political statement, it continued. We are girl-led, girl-driven. I guess those lesbian girls must have really driven you hard, huh? 
girl-led, girl-driven, and our job, our mission is to empower them to make their own choices, express their own views. Yeah, no, not anymore. I got kicked out of look, the Girl Scouts. Girl Brian. Scouts, are, Girl Scouts are going the way of the dinosaur. They've already got groups that replacing them. So, the writing's on the wall. I got kicked out of the Girl Scouts. Good for you. <laughs> I didn't like it. I didn't like the girls. I didn't like what they were doing. I just didn't like it. And my mother wouldn't let me quit. So, I mixed myself a little bit of trouble and got kicked out. <laughs> I was very happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was, I'm not a normal girl. I never have been. Hence why I'm married to you. Mm. <laughs> so what's the news behind this news? Girl Scouts suck. <laughs> to the point. <laughs> they've they've allowed homosexuality to Girl Scouts yes, they for have. a long time. And they have. The Boy Scouts just got forced into it recently. Yep. And that's going to be the end of both of them. That's why there's ones that won't do that. What are they called again? The American Heritage Girls. American Heritage Girls and the boys are what? The Trailblazers? Yep. Trailblazers. So look for alternatives in your neighborhood. If you don't have one, consider, hey, consider hosting one. Yeah, they really do need. Starting your own group. All right. um, Some of the critics have been former Girl Scouts, such as Jean Hannah Edelstein, who made her objection known in an essay in The Guardian. The news that the Girl Scouts are sending a contingent to participate in Donald Trump's inauguration filled me with real rage. Really, where was your rage when they opened it up to homosexuality? Just saying. Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't know if that person, I don't know if this woman is a lesbian or not. Yes, it's a tradition. They've marched at inauguration for decades. But does tradition justify collaboration with an administration that promises to oppress the young women it's supposed to serve? What do you call oppression? Just just curious. Many published reports noted that never before has the organization's participation in the presidential election created such an outcry. Even when other presidents, such as Bill Clinton, were trailed by scandals involving the treatment of women. Our legacy of one is uniting, not dividing, and our mission is fundamentally about bringing girls of all backgrounds together to discover their talents. Uh, Even if that's sexual, I guess. Uh, the organization said, and unlock their leadership potentials so that they can lead all of us to pr- the promise of a better day. Wow. Any any Anybody that used to be the Girl Scouts that has done this for us, just a show of hands? Doesn't seem like they have a good track record. Just saying. Well, and you know what? I didn't look up today to see if they actually did march in there. That's my fault. Tomorrow, not today. No, today they're supposed nope, to go to the after, inauguration. Day after. No, no. The oh, one, oh, the Girl yeah, Scouts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Girl Scouts are today and the marches are tomorrow. And I didn't look up whether they did it I'm or not. I'm sure they were there. I wouldn't have allowed them there because of their because of their acceptance of homosexuality. Oh, we did watch Trump's speech and you noticed something strange. About military personnel? The military behind him. He had all these 
these military, two columns of military people behind him. And then, like, two at a time, they just started peeling off until there was none left. And I was like, that's weird. That, that, why would that happen? That's a, that's a bad optic. It looks like the military's deserted him, turned his back on him. Or was this some kind of emergency that we don't know about that they had to leave for? Or was they always planning on leaving? And if so, why? Who thought this was a good idea? Yeah, you thought that was really weird. And when I find something really weird, it's usually not a good thing. No, it's not. And, you know, the other thing is we didn't know, couldn't tell if he was using a teleprompter or not. They were there. They were there. Uh, You know, I am just... But he didn't look like he was using them. No, he didn't. And the other thing is he just looked and he acted so presidential compared to the clown that's been in there for eight years. I mean, he, he the way he tries to, you know, Obama tried to do street talk and all that. What the hell? You're the president of the United States. You're not in the ghetto anymore. Yeah, you can take, I keep telling you, you can take the... Well, he was never in the ghetto. You can take the, the mutt in the ghetto. You can take the mutt out of the ghetto, but you can take the ghetto out of the mutt. But he was never in the ghetto. He was always privileged. Oh, yeah, but he worked the ghettos as a community organizer in charge, so, you know. He's calling on the United on people while he's doing these interviews to continue community organizing. Don't give up. Continue what we started. Yeah, well, we're going to have fun crushing them like bugs. And they already started. Whom uh, already started. His team. He's got these teams running around doing team, all kinds of things. Teams were going around <laughs> since he's been elect since he was elected. <laughs> Those teams have been harassing bureaucracy since he was elected before he was ever sworn in. He did he did ask fifty bureaucrats of Obama's to stay on. Fifty? Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know. I just saw that when I was going through all the. Well, then don't talk about it on the show, producer. If you want, thought it was that interesting to bring up in the show, maybe you should have it. Well, I had other interesting things, though. <laughs> but you're talking about it. But you don't know what you're talking about. That's not what we do. He said he was going to keep some people. If it was no, he didn't. He said he was keeping. He wasn't keeping anybody. Well, he's not done yet. He said he wasn't keeping anybody. Okay, well, I can find this article, but that's what it said, so. I don't know what it said. I can only tell you what he said. None shall pass. He said, pack your bags. You're all gone. <laughs> I'm not keeping anybody. It's what he said. Pack your bags. You know, some, who was it? Was it Billy Joel? Some famous old guy did a, a special concert just for Obama's staffers. So that they would feel better as they left. Oh, those little porcelain <laughs> dolls. No, I know it's uh, snowflake sounds. No, cool. no, no. I but love it, your analogy. Snowflake, snowflake is in, is unique and interesting. These people aren't unique or, or interesting. So why would you call them snowflakes? Yeah, you call them porcelain dolls. Porcelain dolls. Yeah, Got to be real, for, real careful with those porcelain dolls. You want me to push this button? I don't know what button it is, but go ahead. Mr. President, 
members of Congress, you've been making a lot of noise about taking our guns away. But you might want to review history. 1835, Gonzales, Texas Territory. The authorities wanted to confiscate the big gun that protected that colony. You know what the people said? Come and take it. Because they were willing to fight for their freedom and their guns. So are we. Come and take it if you want it. Come and take it if you think you can. Come and take it, but I warn you. You'll have to pry it from my cold dead hands. We want the freedom that God gave us. So you best not cross that line. If you want this gun, you gotta come through us and take it. One shot at a time. Just like Gonzalez. We're keeping our guns. Thank you, Steve Voss. And of course, that means it's time for the Second Amendment report. But it won't have an armed citizen. Because Susan doesn't have to open it. But you have to download it first, and then you open it. Don't open it from your email, or you just open it in Google Docs. And that's what I've been doing. you got to stop that. Which is not good. Well, then stop it. A federal federal appeals court once again has slapped down Chicago's attempt to reduce its gun violence by making it harder for law-abiding citizens to possess weapons for self-defense. Speaking of Chicago, you know, I've been getting those little Caesars, every once in a while we get those little Caesars, uh, thick crust, what do they call them? Deep dish. Oh, deep dish? Stuffed crust. What they call deep dish? No, Susan gets stuffed crust, which she's never getting ever again because it's a waste of money. Uh, They call it Chicago-style deep dish pizza. Has anyone out there ever been to Chicago? Have you ever had Chicago deep dish pizza? First of all, is it square? No, it's not. It's round. Good. Is, Is it like... A regular pizza with just thick dough and cheese and, you know, mozzarella sauce and cheese? No, it's layers and layers of sausage and meats and and peppers and onions and different cheeses. This is not a Chicago deep dish. It's, It's an attempt to make a New York City Sicilian pizza. That's what it is. That's what it looks like, what it tastes like, what it is. I don't know why they said Chicago. Chicago doesn't make... That, that's not a Chicago thing. That's a New York thing. Anyway, I do like it for 10 bucks. It's not bad because, you know, one slice is enough for a meal. Right? Yep. Yep. But no armed citizen article because, well, she doesn't know how to do it. But from World Ed Daily, a federal appeals court once again has slapped down Chicago's attempt to reduce its gun violence by making it harder for law-abiding citizens to possess weapons for self-defense. This is amazing. Are they kidding me? You should just be handing people guns. Well, didn't you say, was it Chicago or was it Detroit? One of the sheriffs or police chiefs said, Ted, you need to buy guns. Was it Chicago? Do you remember? It's probably both, but... uh thought it was Chicago, but I can't remember. The latest defeat 
for the city came this week from the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Seventh Circuit. The court said Chicago's restriction on the location of gun ranges, such as keeping them a certain distance from schools, violated the U.S. Constitution. Wow. That the city has a problem with shootings is with, that's an incorrect ruling. Yep. The federal constitution has nothing to do with the city, of any city. They have their own charter, and above them the state constitution, which governs them. That the city has a problem with shootings is without a doubt. So far, January, 30 people have been shot dead, and another 136 have been wounded. In 2016, 715 were killed, and another 3,664 injured. Up nearly 60% from the previous year. And you noticed Obama's... And, and by the way, and yet all the gun violence is down across the, overall the nation. Down. And yet you got Detroit, Washington, D.C., New York. Los Angeles. Detroit, Los Angeles. All these places, people are just getting killed constantly. And you noticed Obamanists are not going back to Chicago. You know, it's actually safer for our, for our troops overseas than it is back here. I'm not kidding you. The uh, victims were mostly black and in their teens, while what? many of the suspects had prior arrest records. Say what? But the city's focus on restricting gun rights has failed spectacularly. You mean there's black-on-black black violence? Is the, yeah, because to black people, black lives don't matter. It lost the McDonald case at the Supreme Court several years ago in which the justices affirmed that individual Americans are entitled to the Second Amendment right to bear arms. In response, the city imposed a requirement that gun owners practice at gun ranges and then proceed to ban all gun ranges. Oh, wait. This is the third hour, isn't it? Yep. Oh, uh, no. My apologies. I am opening up the phone lines after the break. The phone number is 406-565-4189. 406-565-4189. That's now, too fast. Write it down. 406-565-4189. Last chance. Don't have to call. Don't want you to call. If you want to call, it's okay, but I don't you know, don't don't do it just because I have something to say. With that, we'll go to the break. Sean Cooperative Radio Show, you stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. <laughs> This is Jeff Carlisi from the Band 38 Special. Let us never forget that police lives matter. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about Elite Rehab Placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-917-2194, 800-917-2194, 800-917-2194, 800-917-2194, that's 800-917-2194. What is term life insurance? 
It's basically a financial protection plan for your family if you pass away. It can be a hard purchase. Think about it. It's one of the few major purchases you can make that you will personally never use. But you've got to have it to protect your family. And you owe it to yourself to shop and compare to get the best possible rates. For term life insurance policies of $500,000 or more, call the term lifeline today at 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. See if you qualify for up to $1 million in coverage for as little as $3 a day. We'll gladly compare multiple carriers to get you the best possible rates. So call now. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. Sample rate cited requires qualifying medically in the preferred non-tobacco rate class. Okay, so you're asking yourself, you know, I, I want to listen to the show live. Where can I find this show live and when? Maybe you want to call in. Maybe you just want to listen. Whatever. You can download and listen to all our shows at uncooperativeradio.com, and all our live shows will be on uncooperativeradio.com. So, when do you go? Well, that is really sometimes a mystery, but it's usually good to subscribe to something that will give you some kind of notification, because when we have problems, sometimes the time changes. However, it is scheduled Friday and Saturday nights, at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And again, if you want, if you go to uncooperativeradio.com, don't forget to like, rate the show, comment, all that stuff. You can also go down to the way, way we bottom, and you'll find under listeners, you see, you'll see uh, apps there. You can go and download free apps for just about everything anybody uses. All right, we can also be heard on iHeartRadio, iTunes, TalkShoe, Podbean, Blueberry, Yabba-dabba-doo. No, seriously, just do a search or just look at your favorite site that you're on. I'm sure we're there. If we're not there, put us there or ask us to put it there or ask them to put us there, whatever their case may be. We do have a Facebook page. We have two now, but uh, the one that, see this too, I know. Uh, there's two, so you, you need to go to unco- one. Will say the uncooperative radio show. That's the old one. The new one says uncooperative radio. Yeah, they keep the old one up, e- even though you told them to delete it for X amount of time. So for X amount of time, it's confusing. I think that was the point. Anyway, this is my way of getting it out of prison. So please, if you were over there on the one that's in prison, go over the one that's not in prison and see how long we can keep that from going into prison. Or maybe how fast we can make it happen. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> Just do a search for Cooperative Radio. If you want my personal Facebook page, it's Brian Bonner 90 We also have a Twitter account. So go there. Just search for Uncooperative Radio. If you're a Twitter person, please go over there. Join it. Love, like, and all that kind of stuff. You know, uh, Interact. Have fun. If you want my personal Twitter account, it's pretty simple. It's at Brian Bonner. We're also rebroadcasted at redstatetalkradio.com, and that's 24-7, seven days a week, 24-7. Not the fake 24-7, a real 24-7. Really, 24 hours, seven days a week, there's streaming 
conservative talk radio, two channels at redstatetalkradio.com. You have the Encore Channel and the Prime Channel. We're on the Encore Channel. Saturdays, it's, uh, yeah, Saturday and Sunday nights, 10 p.m. Eastern Time on the Encore Channel. They also have the Prime Channel. So you have two choices all the time over there of who to listen to, which is pretty, when you start roaming around, tune in looking for something, that seems pretty handy. So give it a shot. While you're over there, don't forget to check out the free newsletter. It's really good. I think you'll like it. If you don't, unsubscribe. We don't pay attention. No one will know. The Encore listener line, if you want to listen to, you can't interact, but you can listen for free. It's just a telephone call. If you don't have, so if you don't have data. Okay? The Encore number is 605-562-4221. 605-562-4221. Our commercials. What does that mean? Oh, yeah, all commercials. You might hear paid commercials, commercial commercials. Uh, we try not to do too many of them. We try to pick ones you like. We need to make money too, but we don't get paid to air them. We only get paid... If you call the number in the ad. So please, if you're interested in the product, write down the number in the ad. Don't look for it on your own or we won't get paid for it. Just You have to call the number in the ad. Okay? And with that, we'll continue our commercial break. Attention users of the blood-thinning drug Xarelto. If you took the drug Xarelto and experienced complications such as cerebral hemorrhage, gastrointestinal bleeding, or other internal bleeding, or if a loved one has died after taking Xarelto, you may be eligible to get a cash award for your suffering. Call the Xarelto Help Hotline now at 855-719-3101, 855-719-3101. To qualify for a cash settlement, you must file a claim before the deadline. So don't miss your opportunity for a cash settlement. Call 855-719-3101 now for a free no-obligation consultation. Our call center is open 24-7. So if you took the drug Xarelto and experienced cerebral hemorrhage, gastrointestinal bleeding, or other internal bleeding, or if a loved one has died after taking Xarelto, call the Xarelto Help Hotline at 855-719-3101, 855-719-3101. That's 855-719-3101. If you're struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813, 800-215-6813, 800-215-6813, 800-215-6813. This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. Cooperative Radio Show, hour half of three. 
That's the last 30 minutes. If you want to call the show, 406-565-4189. And you don't have to look. It'll pop up in your face. Don't play with things. Leave them alone. Do not be playing. She touches things. Things break. Yes, especially anything electronic or mechanical. They hate me. I'm going to reread that last paragraph, which is a sentence, uh, just before I left, because it is the it is the most beautiful example of democrat government at work. The city, in response, the city imposed. This is for the people's right to keep and bear arms. The the ju- judge said you can't. You have to let them keep and bear arms. So the city decided to do this. They imposed a requirement that gun owners practice at gun ranges. Not so bad, right? It is, because you're telling people how to behave and what to do with their free time, which is none of your business. Uh, but it's fun. it's really kind of amusing, because then, right, this is, this is great. And then proceeded to ban all gun ranges. So their answer to the court saying you can't keep you can't take people's rights away to keep and bear arms was to say okay you can have them but you have to practice or you can't have them uh, at the ranges but then we're going to get rid of all the ranges so now you can't have guns again. This is really the kind of games that the city's playing with the courts. I, if I was a judge, I would throw the mayor in jail. For what? You got to be kidding me. Uh, you want to talk about not respecting the court. Get the best, most authoritative writings about firearms in America today, including politically correct guns shooting back and hands off my gun at the WND Superstore. The court struck that measure down as well. No, 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 not the Superstore, the one before it. The idiocity, they thought they thought they were fine. I'd hold them in contempt and throw backside in jail and be... And anybody that was supporting him. Just, because that's just the worst form of corrupt government. Going around the law by saying, okay, you're right, you can have guns, but we're allowed to make certain rec- certain requirements for the guns. And we require you regularly go to a gun range to, uh, to be able to have a gun. But now we're going to ban the gun ranges. So, see, you can't go to the gun ranges, therefore you don't meet the requirement and you can't have a gun. They should have called this Pretzel Logic Show, because it's the second time I had to go through all that. Two different things, but didn't you feel it? It was the same pretzel, wasn't it? No wonder they're all wearing yoga pants. They're constantly doing Pretzel Logic. In the last case, Chicago sought to restrict gun ownership by an elaborate scheme of regulations governing shooting ranges, according to the court opinion. It included zoning restrictions that allowed gun ranges only as special uses in manufacturing districts, a prohibition on ranges within 500 feet of a residential district, school, place of worship, or multiple other uses, and a provision barring anyone under age 18 from entering a shooting range. A three-judge panel of the appeals court said those restrictions aren't constitutional either. The two zoning regulations, the Manufacturing District Clarification and the Distancing Rule, dramatically limit the ability to cite a shooting range within city limits. 
Under the combined effect of these two regulations, only 2.2% of the city's total acreage is even theoretically available. And the commercial viability of any of these parcels is questionable, so much so that no shooting range yet exists, the judge wrote. This severely limits Chicagoans' Second Amendment right to maintain proficiency in firearm use via target practice at a range. Thank you, Judge. To justify these barriers, the city raised only speculative claims of harm to public health and safety. That's not nearly enough to survive the heightened scrutiny that applies to burdens on Second Amendment rights, the judge wrote. The court said, The age restriction also flunks heightened security uh, scrutiny. We held in Ezel 1 that the Second Amendment protects the right to learn and practice firearm use in the controlled setting of a shooting range. The city insists that no person under 18 enjoys this right. That's an extraordinarily broad claim, and the city failed to back it up. Nor did the city adequately justify barring anyone under 18 from entering a range. To the contrary, its own witness on the subject agreed that the age restriction is overbroad because teenagers could safely be taught to shoot and, and youth firearm instruction is both prudent and can be conducted in a safe manner. The opinion was authored by Judge Diana Sykes. The plaintiffs are Rhonda Azell, Joseph Brown, and William Hespin, residents who want access to a firing range. Action Target, a leading designer of ranges, is a plaintiff, as are the Second Amendment Foundation and the Illinois Rifle Association. We are delighted with the outcome of this lengthy case, said Alan M. Gottlieb of the Second Amendment Foundation. The extremes to which this city has gone in an attempt to narrow its compliance with the Supreme Court ruling in McDonald v. City of Chicago can only be described as incredible stubbornness. In the six and a half years since the High Court ruling, our McDonald case, the city has had ample opportunity to modify its regulations. Instead, Chicago has resisted reasonableness. We had already sued Chicago successfully to knock down its outright ban on gun rages within the city, he recalled. Then they adopted new re- regulations that included the zoning, distancing, and age restrictions that we contested in this illegal action, known as Azel 2. The city tried to severely limit where shooting ranges could be located, and they failed. The city put up arguments about the potential for gun theft, fire hazards, and airborne lead contamination, and they failed. Even the judge's opinion today noted that the city had produced no evidentiary support for these claims beyond the speculative testimony of three city officials. This nonsense has got to stop. He called the ruling a victory for citizens of Chicago who want to exercise their rights, and particularly for Rhonda Azell, who has been steadfast in her resolve. Also on the panel with Sykes were judges S. Michael S. Kane and Lana D. Ravna. In 2014, federal courts rejected the city's proposed limits on gun ranges. The Supreme Court in McDonald v. Chicago declared the Second Amendment right to bear arms applies to individuals. 
Of course it does. It says, comma, actually it's supposed to be a semicolon, the people's right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. It doesn't say the militia's right. It says the people's right. The right to keep and bear arms must be regarded as a substantial guarantee, not a prohibition that could be ignored so long as the states legislated in an even-handed manner, just as Samuel Alito wrote in the majority opinion. That decision followed the 2008 Heller case in the District of Columbia that declared the Second Amendment to be an individual right. That case, however, pertained only to D.C. The McDonald case established the precedent nationwide. The judges wrote that the core right to possess firearms for protection wouldn't mean much without the training and practice to make it effective. These observations control here. Range training is not categorically outside the Second Amendment. To the contrary, it lies close to the core of the individual right of armed defense. They continued tellingly, years after Zell one, no publicity accessible shooting range yet exists. No, I'm publicly, sorry. No publicly accessible shooting range yet exists in Chicago. We therefore agree with the district judge that the challenged zoning regulations though not on their face an outright prohibition of gun ranges, nonetheless severely restrict the right of Chicagoans to train in firearm use at a range. They scorched the city for asserting without evidence that shooting ranges generate increased crime, cause airborne lead contamination in the adjacent neighborhood, and carry greater risk of fire than other uses. No, they're very regulated. They have to have special uh, little filtration, air filtration stuff, they have to have capture for all the lead inside the building, and they have to recycle. There's, there's, they are very environmentally friendly, and there's no way they could cause crime. Criminals don't go, you know what, I'm going to learn how to be a marksman. They're too busy selling crack. They don't have time to learn to be a marksman. I'm sorry, this thing is meth, I guess. What? This is why you have to take back your local municipalities. Municipalities? Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah, that's why you're playing. Look, Brian, Trump is slowing down the train. Now's the time for your plan to be enacted. No, it's always time. It takes time for my plan. That's the problem. We have to have time, and Donald Trump's giving it to us. So get to work. You thought it could be done. Okay, now we have time. He said, we don't have time for that. You can't say that anymore. we got four years. Let's get on with it. Again, no work will be worthless no matter how long, no matter which point it fails. You'll have the best county you can have is better than having the one you have now. You're going to have to tell them the plan again. I, you know what? Why don't you tell them since I've said it so much in front of you? But it's your plan. Well, how do I expect them? I want to know if you can remember. If they can't remember, how can you remember? Your plan is to take back your state from the ground level up. Okay, never put the word level in there, but okay. Yes, you start at the school board because, as you always say, the children are our future. You get the school board back, get rid of the stupid bathroom crap. And then go from there. The zoning board, how much taxes you pay. Well, look at how important the zoning board is right here. Exactly. What did they do? They zoned it out of existence. Oh, it's possible. But, you know, 
they've pretty much zoned it out of existence. And that's why zoning is part. And then the county commissioners, planning board, city mayor. Well, the planning board is the zoning. Zoning they call planning now. Oh, okay. They don't call it zoning. They call it the planning board. They plan the demise of the county. <laughs> yeah, and then a rubber keep, biscuit, and go all the way up to the governor, and then tell the feds to get the hell out. Yes, uh, the only thing the federal government's allowed under the Constitution, as far as ownership of land, blah blah blah, their only land they're allowed to own is the needful buildings. No, could you let me finish? Okay. Is no, it's D.C. the District of Columbia. That's the only land they're allowed to own. Now, they are allowed to go into the states and have the following under the Constitution. They're allowed forts, magazines, and other needful buildings. So what's a fort? A fort's a base. So they're all military bases. What? I always forget the second one. Um, magazines. Yes, magazines. Oh, yeah, right, the armories. Uh, the magazines would be the armories that, that we have in our states. Okay, that's that's perfectly constitutional. And the last part is... And other needful, here's the big word, buildings. Buildings. Does it say anything about owning land now, does it? No, it doesn't, because they're not allowed to. All the national parks, national forests, BLM, all that stuff is void. It goes back to the states and the people, respectively, where it belongs. The national government has no business domestically meddling in domestic affairs in the United States of America. It's unconstitutional. So, it just takes a state, to, the first state to stand up and have the cojones. And I'm telling you, the people will come. It's like that. It's like that movie. If you if you build it, they will come. So you thought it was, was going to be crazy, didn't you? They came though, didn't they? Same thing's going to happen here. And, of course, pray to bring God back to our country. Make this, let's all consecrate this land again to God, the God of Abraham. Okay, uh, let's back to, did I, did I finish this? Oh, no, no. One more paragraph of this minutiae. <laughs> the city's own witness, I, why, I don't care what rats behind about Chicago. The city's own witnesses testified to the lack of evidentiary support for these assertions. They repeatedly admitted that they knew of no data or empirical evidence to support any of these claims. Indeed, Patricio Sudiero, the city's zoning administration, conceded that neither she nor anyone else in her department made any effort to review how other sites, how other cities, zones firing ranges. She conducted no investigation, visited no firing rangers in other jurisdictions, consulted no expert, and essentially did no research at all. These people should be fined, and I gotta go. I'm out of time. This has been the Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from UncooperativeBlogger.com. You're listening to UncooperativeRadio.com, and say goodnight, Susan. Good night, Susan. And we're out of here.